Hello there, and welcome to the Game Sharks Podcast, Episode Nine, where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, Star Wars. <laughs> not Episode Nine of Star but Wars, but not Episode Nine. <laughs> oh man, that was a rough, yeah, rough journey. I do love Star Wars. Mandalorian was good. I'm excited about Obi Wan. That'll be good um, if it ever comes out. Yeah, Clone Wars. I just started. That's pretty good. Oh, did you? Old Republic stuff. They just all announced. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So. Do you see the Revan? They made they're making like Revan's lightsaber, like a toy. No. That's... Yeah, I think it's it might be a leak. Oh, spicy! So everyone everyone's now like, oh, are they going to announce that the new trilogy is going to be in the Old Republic? I hope that'd be so, really sweet. We probably won't know till Star Wars Celebration, but when's that? May, May. the fourth. May the fourth be with you, man. I don't course. think it is exactly the May the fourth, but I think Should it's it? in May. Okay. And video games. And video games. That's my line. <laughs> uh, joining me today, I'm Jeff, your usual host. And joining me today, we have Adam. I'm back, Internet. Derek. Yeah. And Andrew, yep. the usual crew here. Today, our main topic is the first of our video game book club. We played Earthbound. And we're going to talk about it. Three of us played it for the first time ever. Andrew has played it before. Says it's one of his two favorite games of all time. Yep. So he has some opinions. Mm-hmm. I know we all have some opinions. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. We got some new stuff we're going to touch on. But let's start with the one email that we have today. Ooh. So the first email is from Jordan of the Game Sharks podcast fame. The first email out of one. The first, <laughs> the first of one. First of one. Okay. Uh, Jordan said, hey, dudes, love the new recent ep. I think he means episode. I noticed that you guys called me out on saying that Knuckles was just in Sonic 3 when I said Sonic 2, but that was an add-on. If you had Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic 2 on the Genesis, you could play as Knuckles in Sonic 2. Just a little fun factoid for you, y'all. Thank, y'all. thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. Also, my video, favorite video game adaptation into a show or movie would have to be Donkey Kong Country, purely because of the nostalgia purposes. Yo. <laughs> I remember when I was younger, I would always rent out the Donkey Kong Country and the Legend of the Crystal Coconut VHS. Wow, that's a throwback. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> I still that have was, that. From that Hollywood, was a buried memory. From, I have that still. From Hollywood Video, and I would always be entertained by it, even now. With its endless meme potential. Sure, it's not the most visually appealing show by today's standards, but that's what makes it memorable in, and memorable in my book anyways. My least favorite would have to be Tack and the Power of Juju. Hearing that made my brain wow. Oh, wow. really there go was, back. There I forgot they even made an adaptation movie? of yeah, that. Yeah, was an adaptation that was a show. Yeah, wow. it was a TV show. On, oh, what, Nickelodeon? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Unlike Donkey Kong Country, that show is just so boring and uninteresting. <laughs> even when I was younger, I was not entertained by it. And it really made me want to play the games because that would seem like it would be much better to me. Patrick Warburton as Locke is <laughs> I was the best part <laughs> of both the show and the game, so at least it has that. Wish I could listen to the new episode, but I haven't played a lick of Earthbound. I only know about it. About the funny Sans is Nest theory and that Starman is Papyrus, uh, but that's just a theory. Oh, w- winky did, face. Well, did he just tail. quote Matt Pat? Yeah, he did. Why? Uh, Jordan does Jordan things, but Jordan, you don't have to listen to this whole episode, but at least listen to this point because I'm going to, I got something for you. You may spank it once. Oh, well, I don't know what that means, but that's you, from, <laughs> it's from Donkey Kong country. Oh, like straight up. <laughs> you may spank it once. Yeah. Oh my okay. God. Well, you'll have to show me that later. <laughs> yeah. I'll look it up. That's, uh, I know exactly what it's referring to and just, just <laughs> no. Why would you do that? Dude, we quote it. All the time. Huh. 
Okay. <laughs> anyway, <Moving laughs> let's talk about some news. <laughs> so, I got four ish news things. Let's start with Platinum Games. Did you yeah. see? Uh, I've not seen anything about Platinum this they week. They announced the second part of, of the Platinum, Platinum 4. 4. Ooh. Ooh, what is it? It is a, they're teasing a new game called Project GG, and it's the first fully Platinum-owned game. So they're mm-hmm. financing it themselves, and they're, I think they're producing it and um, publishing it all on their own. So it's pretty big. They said it's a spiritual follow-up to Beautiful Joe and Wonderful 101. So... What they considered Wonderful 101, a spiritual successor to Beautiful Joe, and it has that superhero theme. So yeah, right. It looks like uh, already in, like Inframan, Ultraman, Ultraman. Yeah, Yeah. he turns into a giant robot thing to protect the dog. There's a trailer out, so you should check that out. Yeah, and he's Um, fighting a giant uh, kaiju. It looked interesting. I just started replaying the original Beautiful Joe, so that or that piques my interest Mm. very greatly at this time. Yeah, so here's a quote from his name, Kamiya, who's the director of the game. Hideki Kamiya? Yeah, yes. Hideki Kamiya. He said, Project GG is different. Unlike any of the games we've made so far, it's going to be a 100% Platinum Games title for everything from its setting and characters to its game design and story to how it's promoted. Platinum Games is in full control. Nice. So I don't think there's any sort of a release window or anything this is just them saying hey we're doing this get ready i wouldn't be surprised if it's like another year or two out i mean it doesn't even have a name it's project gg yeah, right yeah so it's gonna so. be a couple years probably but yeah that's the second part of the platinum four we're it's moving along quicker than i thought i'm well, sure it's been like three weeks since the first one three or four i think yeah, since, since the, the, the beautiful or one, wonderful, wonderful 101. 101 was uh announced as a remaster so yeah cool number three beautiful joe ports <laughs> another quick thing is they announced a samurai jack video game yeah they did did you I, see this? i yeah. just saw someone on facebook about that literally before i came here i didn't click on it though i don't know a lot about it but it looks really cool it's samurai jack you're a samurai it looks just like a generic action game in a 3d art style fight a coup and they showed old jack with the beard and the um the hammer so it looks really cool. Yeah, just figured I'd bring that up real quick. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably end up playing it because I really like Samurai Jack. I gotta watch the show first. You should. It's really good. Yeah, it was good. Um. All right. The next news piece. We're just cruising right through these. Well, those first two were small ones. Um. The next one is a pair that has to do with the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation Five. Some Ooh. updates on the new tech. Oh baby. I'm sure you've seen this, Derek. Um, some new interesting spec details for the Xbox Series X. Yeah, I uh, they had like a whole blog post or whatever they came out with. Mm-hmm. So here are the there's a graphic that kind of just has the bullet points, big things. They said twelve teraflops. Mm-hmm. How, what does that mean to you? That's a lot of teraflops. Uh, is it processing power or something like that? I don't know. I I saw a thing that was uh, like a comparison. It was like. This IBM thing was built in 2012. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. Of of towers. It's like, it does 12 teraflops. This is the Xbox in 2020. It does 12 teraflops. Oh, okay. So I was hearing someone explain what a teraflop was, and they basically said it was an amalgamation. Amalgamation. What is it? Amalgamation. Amalgamation. Yes. Dalmatian. Plantation. (laughs) 
Amalga- and video games. And video games. <laughs> Amalgamation <laughs> of a bunch of different numbers that they kind of congregate into one to say this is its power based on a couple of different factors. Yeah. So it's not always accurate and super representative of any given thing. It's kind of just a big flashy word is what everyone has kind of yeah. declared <laughs> of it. Uh, the next one is variable rate shading. Anything? I, you? I don't know much about those buzzwords. And, and so, you know, yeah, that's kind of what I'm taking away from this. It's a lot of high tech buzzwords. On. Yeah. <laughs> Hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing. Yeah, so I have ray tracing. Yeah. This next one's really cool. Quick resume for multiple games. Yes, that lo- that was cool. So you know how if you're playing the Switch and you're in a game and you hit the home menu and you yes. zoom out and you yeah. just hit on the game and it goes whoop, right back to where you are? Yep. So they're saying that you can have that for multiple games. So it will remember oh. your state for several different games that okay. you're That'd be pretty in, cool. in the process of playing. So you yeah. can kind of hop back and forth without having to fully exit the game and whatnot. That's, that sounds cool. If that works successfully, that'd be really cool. And, and it's supposed to be like you kind of just like like the switch. You like start it up and go. Whereas like mm-hmm. I think like PS, I think the PS4 and Xbox have like similar functionality now, but it takes forever because you gotta like turn on the console, yeah. go through the menus. Whereas it's like the switch, you just like boot it up and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been doing it with the PS4 recently and just putting it in rest mode. Yeah, and suspending you still got to like go through the login screen and then like all the way like go go to uh, go to the okay press X to open the game. Yeah, it takes yeah. a little while. Uh, and the last thing they have on their list is smart delivery. I don't know what that means. Do you know what that uh, means? Oh damn it! I did you read about it? I read about uh, I read about it. Um, is it? It's the same as their uh, as the play anywhere where uh, it's okay. a similar concept, but they named it something different. I think to not confuse because it doesn't mean uh, basically all, I think it's all first party games will have smart delivery. And it basically means if you buy it on, if you buy halo five this fall or halo six this fall, infinite, infinite. Yeah. And you buy it for your regular Xbox one, you automatically get it for Xbox one series Seven. Oh Xbox yeah, series X. okay. I did. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, when you when you upgrade to your Series X, you can, I, I'm guessing, and this is a guess, but you you should probably should be able to just put in your old Halo Infinite disc for Xbox One, and it'll probably just download the Series X version from online directly onto your and console. And it'll be like you know kind of an, a way to authenticate that you own the game or whatever. A, a different approach to backwards compatibility. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, I think. Cyberpunk announced that they were they were on board for this, so like they're the first third party developer to say yes, we're going to use this system. So if you buy twenty seven Cyberpunk for Xbox, you get it for all um, future systems that support Cyberpunk twenty seven. Does that include PC? That's that's the thing that is so Play Anywhere has been their Xbox and PC mm-hmm. thing. So that's I think the gray area. Okay, is, so people aren't if, sure. Is yet. smart delivery now all of that in one, or yeah, That'd they haven't so completely. Cool. Think it's only been advertised as the Xbox consoles. Okay. Um. So for for those of you who don't have a good concept of how much a teraflop is, <laughs> I, oh, IGN uh, did a console comparison chart for Xbox. So, 1,000 gigaflops is equal to a teraflop, okay? All right. As is tradition. (laughs) The original Xbox had 5.8 gigaflops. So, 
41.3 Xbox Originals is equal to one Xbox 360. Okay. Okay. The Xbox 360 had 240 gigaflops. 5.45 Xbox 360s is equal to one Xbox One. The Xbox One had 1.31 teraflops. Uh, so 4.58 <laughs> Xbox Ones is one Xbox One X. <laughs> My brain hurts. <laughs> the Xbox One X is six teraflops. So two Xbox One Xs is equal to one Xbox Series X, which is uh, 12 teraflops. Right? The math checks out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue yeah, with that. Too wrong, <laughs> so we learned two things from this. One, Xbox was terrible at naming consoles. Yep. Two, <laughs> teraflops are stupid. <laughs> and teraflop is a funny word. They're meaningless. Okay. So yeah, that, that's the Xbox. Let's go on over to the PlayStation side of things and see what's going on with them. So there was a patent found that... We went over this like two weeks ago, right? No, this is a new oh, one. This is a different one. Oh, this is what I think it is. This is actually kind of So they patented a controller with yep. something called biofeedback, mm-hmm. where it's basically taking your heart rate and sensing, I think, the sweat on your hands. Oh. A controller. So yeah, I guess the implementation implementation there would be having it so if you're playing a game and you're getting scared and your heart rate's going up, or you're playing a fighting game, it will intensify the music or change the mood of the scene and whatnot what if you're just a really sweaty person right i'm in that my hands are always sweaty it it seemed to me like it would coincide with what we talked about a couple weeks ago about them uh like sending you was like guides and yeah like like, oh you're you know your heart rate's up do you want to uh why don't you go to your fridge and drink a nice (laughs) cup of mountain dew (laughs) it's like what's what's the game that's like go outside and play or something like every week game yeah yeah, Yeah. every single week game game. like you've been playing for a while maybe stop like no no no, i can i can beat this boss this time i can do it (laughs) i think uh Trek 2 for the GameCube used to do that. Earthbound does it. Oh, yeah. Well, technically, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you can just ignore him. Douchebag. Dad. (laughs) Um, So, so far, from since we've started the podcast, we've had... This is our second kind of check-in with Xbox and PlayStation at the same time. And I think it's 2-0 in Xbox's favor because... No one seemed to be on board for the the <laughs> the AI system that they're building supposedly yeah. or maybe building for the PlayStation and no one seems to be on board for your controller well, taking your vitals while you're playing a game. Well so far these are just patents. Right. So they're, grain of salt. Patents and speculation like yes. the, these are, you know, we're getting announcements from Xbox whereas yes. PlayStation there has been no announcements. So people are grasping for any straws they can find. Yes. That is very true. Yeah, and true. Like a lot of times companies also just get the patent in case they want to do it in the future. They might not have plans to do it. They just want to protect the intellectual property. Very true. Uh so I don't know. What are your thoughts on PlayStation? Like Xbox is coming in hard, and they're just throwing the actual um, stats and what's the word I'm looking for? Like specs. Dimension specs. specs. There's yeah, like yeah. actual specs for their consoles and things that they're going to be doing. And PlayStation is still basically silent. PlayStation, PlayStation seems like everything they're reviewing or like not trying to reveal is more gimmicky than you know down to the facts about the console. 
Yeah. So do you think that's hurting them? Do you think Xbox is gaining followers because we're learning more about it? I don't think so. No, I don't think so at all. No. I think in the grand scheme of things, people already kind of have their preference. It's like, you're going to buy a, an Xbox to play Halo. I'm not going to buy an Xbox because it has 12 teraflops. You would be surprised because it's switched back and forth three times already. Everyone had a PS2, and then everybody had a 360, and now everyone has a PS4. This happens every generation. It switches which is the bigger, mm. more well, popular console. It's not, yeah, I suppose, it's not I, everybody. I grew know? up a Nintendo kid, so yeah. Yeah. this did not ever yeah, have an effect on me until now. I want, hasn't Sony still outsold Xbox every generation? Um, I don't think the PS3 sold. I, I'm if the only pre- if they pre- did she, globally, yeah, globally they would because would, Xbox yeah. does not sell at all in Japan, right? But um, at least in North America, I know I'm pretty sure the 360 far outsold the PS3. I don't think I don't think it I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I I think it's closer than you would think. Xbox. It, I mean, the only thing we do know is the Wii outsold everything. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah true. And meanwhile, that's like I think I read somewhere that like Nintendo is not concerned about the console war because actually there's a stat out yeah. there that like a solid percentage of people who own either an Xbox or a PlayStation. Also, also have a yeah, yeah. Even in general, I would say the time for the console war is kind of over. And yeah. anyone who like keeps advertising it as such is is just like has this false sense of competition, I think, because Nintendo's proven that, you know, doing your own thing for, you know, whoever knows how long yeah. has worked for them, you know? Yeah, I think this is the first generation where it's going to be everyone doing something very different. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. PlayStation is going to have the dedicated box that you keep under your TV that you buy physical or digital games for. Xbox is going to become the pl- like the service platform where it's more like having Game Pass and being able to go back and forth between your TV and your PC. And then uh, Nintendo is dominating the handheld market with the Switch. And so the three big they, companies yeah. are all kind of doing their own thing. They all found their corners in the space. Yeah, yeah Stadia just, took up the role of a pile of yeah. garbage. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> all right, so PlayStation 3 sold 87.4 million units total, and Xbox 360 sold 84 million units total. So if you're telling me that in North America, you still think PS3 sold more, you're definitely wrong because it so far outsells it in Japan. Does it not have like the individual breakdown? Uh, I would have to do some real deep digging for that, but yeah, I I guess I'd be curious to see how how different that the numbers are from Japan to U.S. Yeah, or or just just the like the, the two U.S. numbers, PS3 versus 360. Yeah, we'll look it up later because I don't want to take the time right now to go digging for it. But um, so yeah, just some interesting updates from PS5 and Xbox Series X. Um, and then the last piece of news that I want to talk about, it's kind of a more serious topic, is the coronavirus virus oh, is yeah. having very serious repercussions on the video game industry right now. Um, so a lot of esports events are being canceled across uh, a lot, a lot in Asia right now. So the league of legends, Chinese league, the mid season invitational, the Korean league. Yeah. Is uh, I think starting to be affected by coronavirus, which is going to affect the mid season invitational, mm-hmm. which I don't know where it's supposed to take place this year, but because two of the leagues aren't going to be playing fully. They probably won't finish their seasons time. So it's going to screw up all of that. Um, so, and I know we were talking about overwatch before was having <clears throat> issues with the coronavirus and whatnot. Um, and then there's a huge list of companies that are dropping out of both PAX East, which is this weekend, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, GDC, the game developers conference in Germany. Is it in Germany? I yeah. thought it was in California. No, GDC is in Germany, right? No, no I'm thinking of something else. You are thinking of something else. 
that happened in the fall. The German developers company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the German developers company. Um, so we have Gamescom, games, Gamescom. Yeah. So Sony, Capcom, Facebook, Oculus, EA, Kojima Production, Square Enix are all companies that have dropped out of either PAX East or GDC hmm. for uh, fear of spreading the coronavirus, which is a lot, especially for GDC because people are going there to try to make deals and bump yeah. elbows with higher-ups to try to maybe get a game funded and whatnot. So that's a big deal that a lot of these bigger companies aren't going to there because that's going to affect a lot of people's chances. But like, we had this presentation planned. We spent all our money to get there and try to pitch this game yeah. to this company and it, it, that chance could just be gone because of a virus that's spreading across the world which is pretty crazy and then lastly um the switch is having um or oculus quest and switch are having production issues because a lot of their parts come from china and with a lot of the restrictions on travel to china yeah mm -hmm. they're not being able to get the parts that they need so they're not being able to make as many consoles so now people are starting to rumble how long is this virus going to go on for is it going to affect the production of next gen consoles so will they have to delay? Because everyone is predicting it's going to be sometime this fall that both of those consoles are going to come out. No, I don't think there's been any confirmation for either. No. I don't think there's any even like remote target window. Right, I think right. it's just all speculation and word of mouth. Um, but yeah, this could affect the consoles coming out on time and push it to next year, which will there'd probably be a large window in the winter or fall winter. No, we'll have all our fall games, but like, the winter games are all not going to be there because the consoles may be delayed. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they've, they're have they already like working on uh, changing suppliers, um, move it, you know, moving things around to not to avoid uh, a delay. Um, they are, you know, obviously both companies are in a cushy spot right now where they haven't fully. Well, like Xbox kind of said fall, right? Or I don't think I don't think there's th any definitive. Yeah. So yeah, so they're kind of in a cushy spot where they have you know there is no definitive release date. They didn't say November twenty third. You mm -hmm. know, PlayStation Five is coming out. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because the it's not like the parts that they need to build you know to build the consoles already exist. You know, so I wouldn't be surprised uh, if they're trying to okay, let's try and find some different suppliers. They, they might be working with you know, AMD because right, I think they're both consoles are AMD. Uh, technology is it i think so I'm i think sure. on the graphics end uh, but i feel like yeah like they're probably going to do everything in their power to not move them not have it yeah uh yeah amd radeon rdna architecture yeah okay yeah there's some words for you so because mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> i'm not obviously like china affects everything because a lot of things are built in china yep. yeah um but you know, I, I'd be surprised, I guess, to know how much of the consoles are built in China. And um, so, to, you know, to find that kind of yeah. mm. sweet spot. Yeah, you know? for sure. So we'll see. I mean, the head of the CDC recently said everybody in the United States be prepared because it's not a matter of when now it's a matter or it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when we're going to get hit by the coronavirus and get ready to take precautions and to stay in your homes for extended periods of time and Damn. Uh, yeah people able to work from home do so so it's getting pretty serious um so yeah definitely anyone going out to pax east this weekend take precautions probably wear a face mask or just go <laughs> people are coming from all over well uh, not anymore everyone's backing out but <laughs> right. there will be still people traveling from far and just 
people traveling like that is a good opportunity for things to spread and it's spread to Italy. There was a case in South America confirmed today. So yeah, scary stuff. Mm. All right. That's all I got for news though. <laughs> Ending on that. I don't like it. Let's talk about quickly what we've been playing lately. Anyone playing anything new and noteworthy? Well, I mentioned I started beautiful Joe. That game is, uh-huh. That game is difficult. Yep. I didn't remember it being as hard as it is, or maybe I'm just bad at video games, but like I struggled a little bit. I died several times to the first boss. Huh. Uh, we also, my buddy and I started playing Pokemon Snap again because that's been fun. Nice. Uh, other than that, nothing much. How's The Last of Us going? Really well. Yeah. I've played quite a lot in the last week. I was hoping to play some yesterday, but we ended up playing a bunch of League instead. Yeah. But I am at the part where I am... At the university in the science lab mm-hmm. with, and they're looking for the fireflies, but the fireflies weren't there. I was telling yeah. Andrew, I yeah. found I found a recorder and there's a recording on it of the head scientist and he's saying, oh, he's, it's the guy who does Zabuza from Naruto. Naruto. So he's got this deep raspy voice like, we were testing on the monkeys <laughs> and, and we gave them the virus and... I w- they told me to leave the monkeys in the cage as we evacuate, but screw them. I'm going to let the monkeys out. And then not even a <laughs> second later, he just goes, oh, oh, no, I've been bit. <laughs> oh, no. And that's how the recording ends. I'm just like, this, this idiot scientist just let out infected monkeys and immediately got bit by one. That's the funniest thing. Yeah. I loved that. It's like rule number one. Don't, Don't do let that. out the infected monkeys. Yeah. Um, that's how Planet of the Apes started. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying The Last of Us. Uh, I wrote a little bit of an note down i've been keeping a log of the games that i played throughout the year and just general thoughts um i'm really enjoying it the story is super engaging although it's kind of predictable a lot of the big beats i've been kind of foreseeing mm. and just being like okay um so obviously slight spoilers for the last of us but when you run into henry and sam and then they get separated so uh hen sam the kid sam is the kid. sam yeah. is the kid yeah sam is with Joel and Ellie is with Henry and I'm like, okay, something's obviously going to happen here. And then Sam's acting where he's like, okay, he's obviously bit. And then, uh, so he turns and then his brother has to shoot him. And then I'm just thinking to myself, okay, he's not going to kill Joel. He's not going to kill Ellie. So he's probably going to kill himself. So yeah. So like, I don't know. Cause it, the game is from 2014, right? Yeah. Something either that or 2013. 20, one of those. Third. So it's one of those. It's been around for six or seven years, and I don't know if storytelling since then in movies and stuff has kind of taken from this, and that's why this is so easy for me because I've seen it so many times since. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm just really keen into that kind of stuff, I did go to school for film, so I mean, it's not necessarily my specialty by any means, but I have studied it more deeply than most people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. A lot of the big beats I'm kind of seeing coming from a long way away. Yeah. Um, and obviously you have some, at least some knowledge of The Last of Us 2. So. Well, yeah, I know that Ellie and Joel are in it. Mm-hmm. I only knew Ellie was in it and then Andrew told me Joel listen, was in it. I was like, oh. Listen, man, it's, it, it, it was in the trailer. <laughs> um, but uh, the gameplay is top-notch stealth survival it combines oh, yeah. the kind of survival horror of resident evil but mm-hmm. adds that whole stealth takedown mechanics and i'm re- really enjoying that i think it's the best i've ever played of that type of game so really enjoying it if i have the time i'm hoping to beat it sometime in the next week because i'm just kind of cruising through it at this point uh but yeah 
Anything new, Derek? Um, no, I just played a lot of Earthbound, I think. Oh, I uh, played more of Monster Hunter World. And? But I have not. I just got, I unlocked the mission for the the one, the first of the last three Elder Dragons that I have to beat to beat the game. Okay. So uh, I got to get into that. Um, but I, I, I need to, I think, look up or... I don't know. If I, I got to figure out what it like, what it's strong against, because it's called. It's like a steel dragon. Ugh. So I'm like worried, like, oh, I'm just gonna fire. go into this. You and have to then... use fire. If Pokemon taught me anything, you <laughs> have to use, use fire, fire or fighting. <laughs> well, I can't use fighting. <laughs> what if you punch it? <laughs> yeah, just punch the just steel. Just punch with your bare the hands. steel dragon. Yeah. One hit, done. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just trying to get that done. <laughs> I guess I, I'm in like a, a limbo as we decide our our. Uh... Oh no! I did start another game. I started playing Ace Combat Seven. Interesting. <laughs> All right. How's that? Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's really silly and stupid. It, um, I don't know if anyone listening or at the table has ever played Ace Combat games before. I know what they are. I've never played. I one. don't but even know. The what they stories are. are super super over the top, like war, uh, dramatic. Like they're very cheesy. And they, but they don't take themselves too seriously, kind of thing. And, okay. Um, they're yeah, it's they're very fun. So I I only played like the first three missions, but the the flying combat is just like awesome. It looks beautiful. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun playing it. Um, nice. So I think that's gonna be the next game I I focus on since every game I want to play is in our book our, our hat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah you were you're about to say I'm also uh, I was thinking what am I going to play after the last of us and then I realized after we talk about Earthbound today we're going to take a new uh, game yeah, out of the hat yeah. for the book club so I was just thinking oh I'll just wait for that I guess. <laughs> cool. Um Adam anything? Uh no, nothing new. Tried I just try to get through as much of Earthbound as I can. Didn't end up beating it but still got enough played <laughs> where I'm going to be able to talk about it. Cool. Hey, man, I'm in grad school, Andrew. Stop giving me shit. <laughs> hey, man, I beat the game before you downloaded it. You so. already played it. <laughs> um, Doesn't count. You already knew what you were doing. <laughs> Speaking of League of Legends. <laughs> I was just going to say, are we going to bring up Clash? Yeah, Andrew and I participated in Clash, which is... Participated. Keyword. <laughs> Keyword um, participated. <laughs> it's it's kind of Riot's attempt to let the public per, uh, participate in an LCS or an organized tournament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A structured online tournament, which was fun. So we got a group of five of our friends and we went through. And so the, we basically played through the back bracket. If you lose, you go to the loser's bracket. If you lose that, the then you go to consolation like the, the championship. <laughs> um, so we ended up getting pretty slapped in our first game. Oh yeah. Um, you think those guys were smurfing? Yeah. We had a guy that both of their accounts were just about as low as they can be to get into it. And they had very high win rates on one champion. So they're one tricking. So yeah. we think they were smurfing us. Um, we played decent, but then there's a point where they just kind of ran away with it that we won the second game pretty handily. We destroyed that game. Uh, and then the third game we ended up losing pretty, it was, it was closer. That it one. was, it started really close. And then again, they kind of ran away. With I think it. we, we made, just got out drafted. Yeah. We made a lot of bad decisions, but it was really fun. And it makes it having that very competitive setting where we, we went in as a team and everyone is trying their best. And yeah. Know? And we were like we, working on teamwork and communication and we have strategies strategy, going in. Yeah. And we're like, okay. Cause it lets you look at, it gives you five minutes to analyze the enemy team and see mm-hmm. their most played champions. They're champions with the best win rates and stuff. So we have time to sit there and think, okay, we want to ban this, this, and this. Right. And yeah. then try and to then pick like, these. These are our priority picks. You yeah. Know? 
So it was really fun. And then since then, we've played a couple games of solo queue, and it makes me never want to play solo queue again. Because <laughs> you're just playing with a bunch of monkeys who are running oh around. Oh, my God. Doing, they're all going from dumb. Going from playing with five people and you know full communication, everyone's trying their hardest, to yeah. the absolute <laughs> toxic waste that I, that I have to deal with in solo queue. Yeah, agreed. I didn't play Clash, but last night you, you guys and I, we played a, a five stack game where we had four or five people, and that's always when I have the most fun with League because it's you don't worry yeah. about the random guy doing whatever he wants, trying to be the hero. Like we were a coordinated team. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So and, yeah. losing a game of Clash or a game where you have five people trying to play in a very serious manner is more fun to me than winning in a game of solo queue yeah, at this point. Yeah. So <laughs> I were they interested you do or you said that they're doing one a month going forward. I believe about that's that. the case because it's still not working fully as, you know, they as it's been happening yeah. over the last couple of years. So they said until it's a hundred percent working as intended, they are doing it once a month, but when it does get up and running fully, it's gonna be once every two weeks. Cool. So uh, us as a group, we're going to try to do that more often. We're really excited about it. We're, we're already doing some role swaps because <laughs> uh, I fed my Andrew butt Andrew runs it down when he's in the top lane. But we don't really have a top lane. We have two supports. <laughs> 280 uh, carries. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of just being thrown in the top lane to fend for, for myself. Now. But we're, we're working on it. It's fun. We're doing a lot of flexing and stuff. It's a nice competitive uh, mindset environment that I really enjoy playing on. And yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more. Yeah, me too. All right, boys, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to do right. it. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about Earthbound. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Let's do it. Me too. Hello, we are back, and we are talking about the first ever video game book, blo- book club <laughs> game sharks podcast, Earthbound. Mother two for those in Japan. Correct. So what's, what's mother one? Mother. It's just, mother. just called mother. Yeah. Okay. Also mother. Earthbound Beginnings. Yeah, yeah. it was oh, re- okay, it was okay. re-released as Earthbound Beginnings in the states. Still waiting on Mother three. So Andrew is kind of the expert on Earthbound here. So we decided, or I decided that I'm just going to hand it over to Andrew and he's going to kind of take the lead on this conversation, guide us through uh, kind of our thoughts, where we stand. Yeah. At the end, I think we should all give it a rating out of 10 on the IGN scale. Um, and then Andrew's also going to do trivia, so I'm going to be doing trivia for the first time. All right. Can I have a 100% okay. win rate? We will see. I'll probably no, we, do better we, than Derek Adam. We can't allow this. Oh, yeah. You missed Adam. I won last time. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Two in a row, baby. Two in a row. Ooh, it was he's very he's on a hot streak. It was very competitive. It was very, it was very competitive. We, yeah. They came both out the got bonus five question. out of six, and needed we needed the bonus question. Ooh, the bonus wow, question. we finally yeah. actually needed the bonus question. We both knew about Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> we knew a lot about Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> surprisingly, Tigon uh, told me he was really disappointed because he considers himself a big Sonic fan, and he did not get as many as you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Tigon. Um, all right, Andrew, take it away. Yeah. So, um, Earthbound's tied at this point, creeping up to be my favorite video game of all time. Um, so obviously I was very, very excited when we drew it out of the hat for the first game for the book club. Um, and more so than I was excited to play it again, I was excited for everyone else to play it and yeah. hear what they think because my entire life I've, uh, even before I ever played it for the first time, I, you know, watched a couple, like I think maybe three or four playthroughs of it from different people on YouTube. Um, and then, you know, same with Mother 3. And then I so, and I've always, you know, loved Ness and mm-hmm. Smash. And Lucas was my main for like two games. Um, 
So I've always had this kind of drought of knowledge of Earthbound from my you know surroundings. So now I'm I'm very very excited to hear what you guys have to say. Sweet. Uh, so I'll save I guess kind of I'll save my thoughts and reactions for you know when we get to things. Yeah. I I kind of want to hear more about what you guys have have thought. So, so Adam, we'll start with you because you didn't play it all. Yes, I got about halfway through the game. And that's mostly because, A, I am in grad school, so I still have homework, unfortunately. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. ticks me off a lot of the times because I don't have as much time to really grind. And I think that was the issue with this particular game because the beginning of it does have kind of a, a steep difficulty curve. And the fact that even, like, some random enemies can kill you yeah. pretty quickly. It took me a while to even get to the first sanctuary just because I was dying so frequently. Yeah. Hmm. And because of that and my already kind of limited time with having homework... I didn't really have the patience or the time to really sit there and grind this uh-huh, game for uh-huh. six hours to get that progress that I needed. Yeah, I mean, even my playing through again, I died like three or four times before the Frank fight. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So that just kind of sent me back because you always, it, just, it always reset you to like your last save. Yeah, your last yep. time you slept, which you're just kind of losing progress at that point. Did I do something differently? Because, oh, I guess, uh, no. So yeah, basically when you... When you would die, it would you could use all of your PP and it would bring you back, but you didn't lose any progress. You just went back to the last place. You right, rested. right. You okay. didn't lose progress. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, you don't lose. You lose physical progress, yeah. not game progress. So I never had to grind in this game. There was like the the built-in grinding of it being difficult at first, and I would die, and then I'd go back, and maybe the first three or four hours it was really difficult to kind of get through the fights. But once I got to that point, once I unlocked Paula, I felt I was I kind of beat everything on my first try there was a boss or two where i would fight it realize oh the way i'm going about this is wrong and then go back and but i didn't yeah grinding wasn't an issue it was more so just kind of working your way through the beginning of the game which is difficult but it didn't necessarily require grinding i didn't maybe, have to maybe, were, maybe it's the wrong term i'm using yeah i didn't have to do the classic rpg sense of grinding like in final fantasy 7 where you'd go into an open field and just run in circles and fight yeah. people and get experience a little well yeah. that's what i did i mean when i play i like when i get paula i like to train paula up to be closer to ness's level mm-hmm. uh so back so after i I think this time I did it before I fought the second sanctuary boss so that she could stand a chance. So I printed her up probably to like level 20 so that she knows freeze beta and then fought the boss. Yeah. Um, yeah that's, that's a personal preference. Because uh, Jeff, I think you said you you were telling me you did the second sanctuary before even getting Paula. Yeah, which I didn't know you could do like some of the sanctuaries you can get before triggering certain story things uh-huh. so yeah i got the second sanctuary before you can get paul i didn't know that was a thing i just assumed that was how you did it um yeah it was interesting um see i, I had the opposite because i didn't know the second sanctuary was past the town with paula so i went all the way back to tucson mm-hmm. and then realized like you know where's the sanctuary i looked up the, the guide and like shit i gotta go all the way back there now yeah so i lost a little bit of time there because uh-huh. i didn't know what i was doing one of the one of the tips i wanted to give you guys going in but jeff kind of forbid me from because he wanted zero discussion to be yeah, yeah to be right. given going that, that's this. fair it, one of the, the things an experience uh, one of the things i was gonna say was like explore n- every nook and cranny of every area talk to as many people as you can because that's how they yeah. want you to figure out how to get through the game on your exactly. own exactly and that's i was kind of getting into that groove once i hit threed like that's yeah. kind of getting uh-huh. like the point like okay like certain things are only going to happen if i talk to certain people in this certain order someone's gonna go talk to everybody yeah that's when i started hitting my grind but unfortunately like i said with the homework and just 
time restrictions, I wasn't able to finish yeah. it. But I, I got some good progress in. So yeah. where did you exactly get to? Uh, a little bit after the up to the third sanctuary. Like I okay. said, I did not have a lot of time. Okay. To did play you this. get Jeff? I did get Jeff. Yeah, okay. you get Jeff, Jeff after okay. the second one, and then you get yeah. And that you, whole, so he didn't have you didn't have Pooh yet. No, I did not. Okay. So yeah, just that whole like that whole Jeff segment took a bit too because he started at one, so I was dying a mm-hmm. few times. Yep. But yeah, it wasn't for lack of trying. Mm-hmm. Just that when you got the five page homework assignment due the next day, yeah. that unfortunately <laughs> has to win. Yeah, understandable. So, uh, yeah, but overall, how did you uh, how did you enjoy I did what you did really play? enjoy this game because it did have those classic RPG feels to it. And there were some elements I didn't quite care for sometimes. Such as? Uh, well, personally, it was the issue with uh, your new party members always starting out at one because mm. I would lose them almost immediately and have to backtrack to the town to revive them because I didn't have any way of resurrecting them. Yep. So just a few annoyances here and there with like the, the uncurable status mm-hmm. things that I could only cure in one spot, but then have to walk through the same cave and just get the status inflicted again. Yeah. Um, that was a bit annoying at times because that really slowed down the progress a little bit. Yeah. So I think my major opinions would have been a lot different had I not gone into this with the mindset of I have a deadline to finish. Yeah, that's fair. Um, once you get past a certain point, you get magic that will cure all the status elements. You get yeah, magic so that brings people had... back to life. I agree with you that getting party members at level one kind of sucks mm-hmm. because you could be fighting something that is easy for Paula and Ness, but if you had just gotten Jeff, well, Jeff's an exception because you kind of do his own little thing, but say you just got Pooh, yeah. um, he can get one shot by something and then he doesn't get the experience because he died in that battle and just a pain to get them up to a level where they can kind of match what the rest of your party is doing. So the only grinding I did uh, was after I got Pooh. Um, I did the the Caterpillar grinding the the hungry caterpillar or something (laughs) where was it basically Um, you go to the desert i think the the antoids or the oh wait no it's like a little caterpillar that one little animal gives you like a ridiculous yeah the one that if you yep yeah so you like back into a corner and you just you always sneak attack it yeah so and then you just it automatically kills it it's an insane amount of experience so i did that for uh maybe in maybe 30 minutes did you get super over leveled so yeah by the end of the game i was i feel like i was very very over leveled in like every what aspect. level did you get ness to uh ness was at 80 far yeah i think 85? i had i think i had ness somewhere close to 90 wow my ness was 72 i want to say Okay. I mean, I also grinded for the Sword of Kings. Oh, yeah. See, Sword of Kings only took me like 20 minutes. I was very happy. Sword of <laughs> Kings took me no yeah. time because I just got it walking through the dungeon. So, Indeed. Adam, if you don't know, the Sword of Kings is an item that has a... Yeah, Pooh only has one equipable item in the entire game for each of his slots. Oh, uh, so it's and just like the a three, random drop? Well, three of them are in specific locations in, yeah. in presence. The His weapon, the Sword of Kings... Uh, is a one in one twenty eight chance drop from a certain enemy in yeah I did the, I did Google that I was just kind of looking through the uh, the guides to see what I was gonna miss out on mm-hmm. like eventually I'm gonna go back to this yeah just to like, get the experience I do it was a fun game to play just not one to play on a deadline <laughs> yeah or like yeah. with a with a like a goal and mindset mm. especially with my schedule but yeah I did see that like a lot of the really powerful items in the game had one specific enemy they dropped from with a really dumb low chance of it happening. 
The yep. thing with the Sword of Kings, though, is it's specifically in an area that if you complete that area, that enemy's gone forever. Yeah. yeah. So, so and you, it's Pooh's only equipable weapon. Yes. Equipable. You'd, you'd have to keep soft resetting. And I got it after the third enemy I fought. Dude, Ooh, I, didn't, I didn't even soft reset. Because, like, I mean, I guess you can in a way. Because basically what I did is there's certain uh, rooms in certain dungeons where magic butterflies are guaranteed to spawn. So you just go to those rooms and refill your PP and use life up over and over infinitely basically that's how i did it yeah i mean i my intentions were i was going to do a couple tries and then i was going to walk away i didn't i didn't think it was going to be necessary for me to get the weapon so just getting it in my playthrough was nice so when i got to that point ness or my party whole party was leveled high enough that i could one shot or one, I could insta win the battle. I could insta win the battle. So I, I probably fought a ton of them, but I did it, it 20 minutes is all, yeah, it, was all it took me. The only thing that would ever screw me up is uh, if um, the stupid the gas, mechanical octobots. Yeah. The, the gas canister guys that just refill themselves all the time. And, yeah, the guy, and then really they annoying. explode at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I was pretty good about, uh, you know, using the strategy, killing them last. So they blow up and then not. And then you just put the button really help. fast. Yeah. Yeah. That was the fun, a really cool mechanic. I really liked that. The rolling health mechanic. Yeah. In the game. Yeah. That was definitely unique and pretty interesting. And there are both moments where I was very happy about it. And also moments where it frustrated me. Uh, specifically, I would get flustered when I knew when it said so and so took mortal yeah. damage, and I would get flustered. And what would normally like, like, I wouldn't uh, think uh, about. Uh. Yeah, I wouldn't think about it at <laughs> yeah, all. I right. just pick commands and like have no hesitation. I would start to panic, knowing what I need to do, but flubbing my fingers and hitting the wrong buttons, and then they would die. When so I, that that part's so fun for me. Yeah, oh, so I, I, hate I, it. I really like that because when you do get it, it feels so good. It's like yes. Like, like, you're like ah shit, him. shit. I gotta, I gotta, and then I, I just, and then you if, do if it. If you don't, that nothing. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not like oh shit. I, now my other guys like. It's not like you're preventing the game a game over or anything. Yeah. Like that. It's just like oh he died. What? All right, next turn I'll use healing. You know, gamma, and he'll be back or whatever. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, towards the end of the game, at least. Um, the one thing with the rolling, like you were saying, some enemies explode after you yeah, beat them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're just trying to get the menu through the menus at the same time. So both the A button and the L button are, are, select, are confirmed. Yeah. So I don't know about you guys, but I was mashing both of them. Oh, really? So I found if I did both of them, as opposed to just mashing the A button, if you were doing both of them at the same time, I would get through the, the text faster at the end of the battle okay. and come mm. out with much more health. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I, I felt like I was cheating the system a little bit by yeah. doing that. <laughs> yeah, Earthbound is such a unique game in a lot of ways, and especially with stuff like that where there's like, I don't want to say hacks, but like little, little workarounds tricks, yeah, that you yeah. can do. Yeah, yeah. it's that sure. that just like make every every you know playthrough different. Yeah, and, and especially with the you know exploring and talking to everybody, there's like certain NPCs that you can talk to that have different dialogue after you've done certain mm-hmm. events, and like and just the stuff that they that they say is hilarious. Like this, all of the dialogue in Earthbound is amazing. This game is so weird and so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's nonsense. So I wrote down a whole bunch of notes as I was playing, maybe a page mm-hmm. worth, a little less than a page worth of just whenever something happened that I thought was interesting. Or I had just a thought about how the process was going. I wrote it down. Some of these things I wrote down. Uh, the very first thing I wrote down was, <laughs> when you leave your house, your mom says to you, yeah, sure, you're cool, whatever. <laughs> I was like, this is your mom <laughs> saying that to you. And then 
So that's an example of it being really funny. But then an example of it being really weird. The second thing I wrote down was a fly from the future named Buzz Buzz comes out of a meteorite and tells a prophecy about Ness and his friends saving the world from an from an alien domination. Yeah. And I was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but probably the biggest what the fuck moment was I wrote down here. Uh, where is it? Um... I wrote the weirdest fucking thing. A monkey that I paid someone a dollar for said, give me a piece of gum and I'll take care of everything. Blew a bubble, floated onto a Loch Ness monster named Tessie, who then swam over to me and gave me a ride across a lake. What the fuck? <laughs> With like no buildup whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, no, that just happens. It just yeah. happens. It's yeah. the weirdest like, game. That's what kind of made this game interesting to play. Like, it's just so weird and like yeah, it just doesn't that's, care. That's that one of the weird. reasons I love it is just because it's so quirky and like everything. It's not your typical RPG. No, you know, not instead of slightest. instead of, you know, using swords and magic and potions, <laughs> you're a fucking kid with psychic powers and a dude who shoots rockets that he builds himself <laughs> and you got a fucking guy named Pooh. Uh, and you're healing using hamburgers you found in the trash and like you're you're <laughs> saving bands from debt. Like there, yeah. There's <laughs> nothing like this. You save that same band three, three times. times. Yeah, it's almost like it's just like like kids on an imaginary adventure because it's just so weird. Yeah, it's everything about it is just so unique and great. Yeah, it's really really fun. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. So uh, I'm just gonna quickly go over some of my other notes and kind of so just getting all of my thoughts out there. Um, some of the sprites in here are terrifying. The first time <laughs> oh, yeah. you see Pokey's mom. Yeah. Oh, no. She was. She, I, was she has that just like Joker ear to ear smile. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Some of these sprites are not great. Some of the sprites are amazing looking and Pokey, really cool. Pokey's mom is the most powerful character in the game because she kills Buzz Buzz. <laughs> she does kill Buzz Buzz. <laughs> also, but I was talking to Nick about this yesterday. But like when Buzz Buzz is dying and he's like, I can feel myself fading. Would you like me to repeat that again? <laughs> you can just do it. It's the funniest thing. Um, yeah, I wrote... The next thing I wrote was Buzz Buzz being killed by Pokey's mom is amazing. <laughs> I love that. She feels... Ah, oh, fly! Right? Yeah. She shouts yeah. something like that. Also... Pokey's dad beats them. Yeah, in the Japanese version, the sound effect was different. They had to change it for the American release because in the Japanese version, it sounded way more like he was beating his kids. I mean, he was beating his kids. I know, and yeah, it's obviously implied, but they had, to, they had to change it. Jeez, There's a lot of much. other things that they had to change in local, local, localization. Yeah. Like the, uh, the Happy Happy Village... Originally, they looked way more like the Ku Klux Klan. Oh. So they so they had to like put little puff balls on the end of their on their caps. And probably push it back, also it's not straight yeah. up. Yeah. And then there was also one boss that looked like he was hailing Hitler. No. I don't remember which one. Was it, it the statue? It no, I don't remember what boss it was, but it looked like he was. No, maybe that's. Am I thinking of Reggie Steele? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that that was also a problem. <laughs> or maybe it was something that looked too much like a swastika. I don't remember. But there's a lot of there was a lot of symbolism in things in the Japanese version that had to get uh you know either retranslated or cut out. Mm. Hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, or in, in like in Japanese in the Japanese version, there's one line where they say "go to hell," but in the Amer- in I don't know if anyone of you picked up on it, but someone tells you "don't go to heaven." <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but that's amazing. Yeah, right. <laughs> so funny. oh, America. Um, let's see what else do I have here. So. There are a couple of cool game mechanics I started to note on around here. So um, it was when you run near an enemy, if they're stronger than you or about your level, they run at you for you to fight them. And then there's the whole like, because they're in the overworld. And if, yeah. if you get into contact with behind them, you get, yeah, uh, the back attack. you get the back attack. You get to go first. If they hit the back of you, they get to go first. Um, 
And then I started to notice that as I got stronger, the weaker enemies would run away from me. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And then I realized that if you run into those enemies that you're definitively stronger than, it skips the battle entirely. Right. And it's yeah. just, yeah. you win. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is not it's worth awesome. your time. It's so cool. Like, I thought about that as a mechanic in other games. And there are some mechanics in there that we'll touch on as we keep talking, but that I wish modern games would go back to or uh-huh. put in their games. And that's one of them. Having instant winning battles of trivial enemies is such a clever way to save time and reward the mm-hmm. player for getting stronger throughout the game. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and especially things in the overworld in general. And being able to... I don't know if how it would really work with the newer tech, but in especially... You know, for a game as old as Earthbound, being able to manipulate the sprites uh, being off screen and like mm-hmm. if you go far enough away, then they'll just disappear. And some and so there's a lot of times where I'm like walking back and forth between a cave entrance, trying to get as little enemies as possible yep. to spawn. I sure did that. Yeah, kind of manipulating the system a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely a relic of older games. Um, then I started to say. Uh, getting annoyed at the inconvenience and strength of opponents making me not want to pick the game back up. So this is kind of how you were feeling. I felt that too at one point, Adam, where it's the enemies were overbearingly strong and just kicking my ass and I would fight two people and then have to run back to my parents' house to rest and heal. And yeah, it was very, very punishing at first. And you end up getting to a point where it's not as big of a deal and I kind of mention that as I go on. Yeah, that's definitely kind of one of the things that slowed me up in the beginning. Mm. Just kind of getting annoyed with that. Because, like, remember in the first town where, like, one of the sharks was engaging you, and then, like, two seconds goes by before you start the fight because one of his yeah, buddies is running Yeah, and then you see one guy just, just running in from, yeah. from the Like, just running <laughs> down you, the Yeah, street you're like, I come. can take this one guy, and then the second guy sprints across the screen, and you're like, well, I'm going to die. And the sharks were insanely strong yeah, they were very, when you first get to... That, that's, uh, like, honestly, of everything I experienced, that was, like, my one major complaint. It did have a few... Uh, balance issues, I think, where some things were unnecessarily strong for the section mm. of the game they were in. But I think Earthbound, uh, in its entirety, is very much a trial and error game. Oh, it definitely like, is. Especially because like, gets... you know this game came out in the '90s, so they wanted you to, you know, you know, you know. I can't think of words. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> they wanted you to, you know, experiment and try different things and learn from mistakes. Uh, as opposed to just being able to say, okay, I'm going to hit you with my strongest move and then yeah. go on. And I like that a lot because there's a lot of unique things in Earthbound's combat system with all the, um, not only the status effects, but the type of offensive PSI you have. Even the PSI system in general, I think, is really cool. You had like how PSI fired uh, hits a row yeah. and then there's like two different rows and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um I have a bone to pick with Ness and Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, did, okay. so did you not know that Ness doesn't actually know any of those moves? No. <laughs> so I thought that was yeah. In Smash Bros, Ness's side B is PK Fire. Yeah. His up B is PK Thunder. His down B is PSI Magnet, and his neutral B is PSI Flash. PSI Flash. So he has and PSI his, Flash, and his final smash is PSI Starstorm. Oh, I didn't even think of that because I forget about final smashes. He doesn't have access to any of those except for PK Flash. Also, in the game, nothing is PK. They're all PSI. Is that just it's a translation P- it, Yeah, thing? it's just translation. Okay. So, yeah, I'm real I'm real <laughs> mad about that. Why didn't they just put Poo in the original game or, or give Ness things that he... I guess he didn't really have many offensive... Yeah, he, had, yeah. he was more of a... Like, he had his bat, but like offensive... like PSI speaking, he was more support. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually really like that about this game. I like that your main character is like your healing tank mm. 
and that like that's just really I think a unique archetype. Especially towards the end of the game. Oh my god, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. once you know, once you have the like the solo sections with Ness, and you're yeah. just like leveling up like crazy. Ness's HP pool is ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's significantly higher than anyone else. Yeah, I really for whatever reason I really like that Ness is the healer, and then Paula, the the girl, is the badass. You know, like she's monster. your DPS. Yeah, and then Pooh, who is the last character that you get, who's like your jack of all trades. Yeah, he's the stereotypical main character, kind of good at everything, but not amazing at anything. So yeah, and his name's really cool. Pooh. His name <laughs> is Pooh. Anyone know why they named him Pooh? No, no clue. Okay. Probably. A I think it's just Jap- a joke. Japan thing. Like, is it? Yeah, yeah. Like, isn't on the top of the castle like little turds? I mean, I think it's supposed they, to be like Delam. Delam, yeah. They, I don't know. It's, I got, I got a lot of like. I thought they were based on visual in, poo stuff. <laughs> I thought they were based on Indian architecture. And yeah, that was kind of yeah, what they I were thought, going for. Then it was like, if you look closely, some of it's poop. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how like I I. I guess I'll have to go I, back and look at it. I thought it was like a like a nod to that kind of culture or something, but I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> All I'm saying is Pooh and Smash would have been great because hearing, you know, Xander Mobus go Pooh would have been really good. Real Poo. good. Um, I then said, it amazes me that Andrew thinks Final Fantasy is sl- 7 is slow and clunky when his favorite game ever is Earthbound. Nostalgia is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Nostalgia is Wait, dumb. Okay. Point of clarification. I don't know if it's just a Wii U thing. Did you guys ever have moments where, like, your character suddenly slowed down for no apparent reason? Oh, that yeah. was also one of my notes is when there's a lot of sprites on screen or a yeah. lot of things happening, it chugs. Yeah, it like when chug. you're when you're in the Happy Happy Village in the room of all the blue people. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. slow. It moves very slow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I noticed that, too. Um, yeah. Technical limitations are, you know, obviously there. Unfortunately. Yeah, but nothing. You but can like, do about that. I didn't hate Final Fantasy because it was slow and clunky. That was one of your complaints about it. it was just yeah, like, it one feels of, outdated, which this yeah. feels equally or more outdated. Well, I think that mostly also comes from like me personally, because like my brain was having a hard time wrapping itself around the Final Fantasy seven 3D space and how like it was kind of on that like diagonal angle. Yeah, um, and then. In terms of just like the animations itself, like if I ever summoned anything, it took seven years. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of Knights of the Round? <laughs> it's a, yeah. It's yeah, a I have. You showed, showed it to me. Um, yeah. So I just thought that was really funny. Yeah. Uh, I then wrote, what the fuck is up with this photographer? <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> Say fuzzy pickles, Jeff. I then have another note uh, kind of farther down that says, I'm going to fucking murder this photographer. <laughs> so for those who don't Dude, know. the photographer's the He's the best. I hate it so much. Really? Because oh he just does God. the same thing every time. Yeah. You'll be playing, and all of a sudden, your game will freeze, and you're like, what the fuck? And sometimes I wasn't, ba, 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 sometimes ba, I wasn't playing ba, with sound on, so too. I, I didn't too. know what was happening. I was like, why am I frozen? And then all of a sudden, like, three seconds would pass, and this swirling dude in the top yeah. hat would fall from the sky. <laughs> Unexplained. Say the same exact thing every yeah. time. It's yeah. like, oh, why Get not? ready for an instant memory. Yeah. And I knew what it was doing. I'm, Photos taken instantaneously. <laughs> I knew it was going to be, okay, they're going to show me all of these pictures at the end of the game. But yeah. you didn't have to interrupt me 30 times throughout the game. Sometimes some two pictures steps like apart from each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It was infuriating. I hated it so much. I That made me so angry. Really? Oh, yeah. That photographer's the worst. Dude, the... So stupid. I love the photographer. <laughs> Uh, he, he should totally. I be think it's really. Trophy in Smash I think Bros. even though, like you said, it's obvious. I think it's still really cool that you get to see all of your photos throughout at the end credits. See if they just showed it to me without, because I would when the photographer showed up, I was obviously looking at my surroundings and be like, okay, I'm going to see this exact picture again. Yeah, so yeah. that alone made it so I, I didn't need the photos. I think <laughs> I was looking at the thing in the <laughs> 45 second 
little bit for him to take the picture. I think maybe when it was released, they expected you know kids to take a little bit longer to play the game and maybe not have that big of a memory maybe an attention span oh remember when i when i was there oh yeah i remember tucson and oh i remember going to that dungeon and oh oh, look the waterfall near saturn valley oh you know i hated them so much (laughs) the waterfall where you have to wait three minutes yeah that's my next or not my next (laughs) note it's one of my notes coming up and i said um Having someone stand and do nothing for three minutes is terrible game design. (laughs) There's a part in this game where you learn that the password to enter a waterfall is to stand there and do nothing for three minutes. Uh And you have to, in real time, stand still for three minutes. Yeah, that was agonizing. I did say Earthbound was unique. It's very unique. That was agonizing. That's not unique. I didn't say it was perfect. That's terrible game design. That's (laughs) forcing your player to sit there and do nothing it's for, clever. For no, yeah, it's that pretty, is not clever. I think it's fun. It's game pretty. Design. Yeah, clever could be. Oh, here's this obscure input that you have to do that you would never do just naturally, but you can do it in five seconds if you know to do it. Not you have to stand still and do nothing. <laughs> I put the game down and I think I went and made a snack and got a drink. Exactly. And, yeah. That's, See, there oh, you go. Yeah, it's a built-in break. No, that's not good. <laughs> Don't defend this. This is bad. I thought it was clever. I liked it. No. I think it's cool. I hate all of it's also a secret behind a waterfall in a video game. Hey, you're coming from... And then you fight is... Master Belch, a literal pile of garbage. Yeah. He's okay. Master <laughs> Belch, he's great. <laughs> yeah. That was actually pretty accurate. You're using the fly honey? <laughs> yeah, the like, first time I did that fight, honey? I did not use the fly honey. And then I remembered, oh, they gave me fly honey for this. Yeah. <laughs> you can't beat him without using it. Just straight up can't. Yeah. Um, let's see. I said <laughs> this game has things I wish were in modern RPGs, like oh, buying an item in the store and then the keeper asking you if you wanted yeah, to sell, sell the, the one that item. was previously equipped. That yep. was very convenient. Having even just like the flashing, yeah, uh, to say it was an upgrade. Yep. A lot of modern RPGs will have like actual numbers there to show oh, yeah, you what's upgrades and whatnot. How many? I want to know how many. How many of you got tricked into buying a yo-yo? Uh, I, I didn't buy yo-yos. the yo-yo. I don't think I bought any yo-yos. I did. Okay. Anytime my number on Ness was higher, I'd buy it. And then I got screwed later in the game with the Casey back. Yes. And then, <laughs> this number's so high. And then I noticed Ness was missing because I didn't read the description. That's another issue 75% I have. percent chance Is you to have miss. to go in the menus to, yeah. to read if they have help. any special effects. Yeah. And you, you can't see it in the shop either. And you can't see what items do in the shop either, which is another, yeah. a little bit of an annoyance. So this game's very up and down. And yeah, like I said, trial and error. Yeah, it has a lot of amazing mechanics that I would love to see come back into modern games, but also a lot of things that are outdated and got well, fixed Yeah, the time. and I think that's limitation of the, the era. Yeah, there, for sure. Unfortunately. I mean... Not necessarily. It's just text in a menu that just yeah. says what the number of the the weapon is, and then like a description, right? Or like with the items, like this heals this status. More space on the screen. Uh, you know, it's it's a small it's a small screen. CRT CRTVs <laughs> did not have great uh, resolution back in the day. Uh, I, yeah, I'd be curious uh, to see um, what changes in in Mother Three. Mm. Um, yeah, I like hope that, they bring it, that. The game did come out America. what, like 12, 14 years later, or something like that. Was it that long? It came out for the GBA, I think two thousand six. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's been a, such a long time since I've seen anything in Mother Three, so I don't remember. I'm trying to keep myself as fresh as possible for when I play it myself. Um, if it ever, yeah. But 
I think they'll eventually bring it over. They I sure to. hope so. I mean, there, there is <laughs> what Reggie Reggie like tweeted recently. Like, I'm doing a a Q and A at this uh at this college or something. Bring me questions, but not about Mother Three <laughs> or something like that. He like specifically brought it up. Um, I said. I'm really struggling to want to go back to this game. The combat is not that interesting and the story is a non-factor. Mostly just interested in the weirdness of it, but that's not strong enough to pull me back in. So they, there was a point and uh, it was right after, this is my note after having someone stand there for three minutes. It's terrible yeah. game design. That's when I wrote this. So there was a moment there like with, what happened to you, Adam? Where I just didn't want to turn the game back on. Um, yeah, it was, hmm. a, it was a bit of a challenge sometimes. Like, oh, I just spent an hour dying on loop i'm gonna put this down for a bit i just can't right now yeah the combat was pretty straightforward at a point where i was just having paula use her freeze spells or fire and then jeff he would get items that he could just use over and over so i was using that and then ness would just yeah. attack so i don't know i've got repetitive and boring but like i said the weirdness of, of it is what kept me going and i'm glad i did push through because it ended yeah. up getting to a point where the pace picked up and it started to do some really interesting things so i'm glad i kept going but i didn't <laughs> make this note just like hey yeah definitely slows down a little bit in the middle of the game yeah um um some random lady drugged kids with a magic cake yeah uh and that's how you get poo yep (laughs) that was interesting uh yeah you just go talk to this lady and she sells you and it's in quotations magic cake magic Mm -hmm. cake so she basically just drugs these kids yeah man that's and they have a i mean you also did you did you do the um drink the what is it is it the tea or the coffee or, or in the hot spring at saturn valley where yeah. it, like you just go into that trip sequence yeah you have this internal monologue about oh yeah like adam didn't do this part probably yeah that was that also annoying because so. it took about three minutes to go through it <laughs> yeah. could have been 20 to 30 seconds they made the text scroll so yep. slow and you couldn't do anything <laughs> about it and then you can do it again yeah. So I yeah. accidentally talked to the thing again, and di- so I got stuck <laughs> in it again. I was real. Do you, about re- that. do you want me to repeat the that that line of te- that paragraph of dialogue? Um, video games do that in general. They have a lot of they don't they never have a consistent question for wanting to repeat text. Mm-hmm. It's like, did you get that? Yes. Okay, I won't do it. Do you want me to repeat that? Yes. It's like, yeah. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> uh, Pokey is just Cartman. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> Anytime I saw any of the things he said, yeah. I I just imagined it being Cartman like Ness, Ness, Master Guy is gonna save a song and kill you. <laughs> yeah, Pokey's just Cartman. <laughs> oh, uh, That's amazing. That's a great comparison. And then yeah. the last thing I wrote because there was a big break where I started to get into it. And Ness Kyle. <laughs> I guess. No, I think it makes Ness, Ness stand. more stand because yeah. yeah, he has the the blue and red. They like each other cap. a little more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the last thing I wrote down was robots and time travel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so bro. This game takes a total left turn at the end where you have to put your soul, the four main characters have to put their souls in robots and travel back in time to fight the final boss. Yeah. Which was nuts mm-hmm. and kind of out of nowhere and kind of cool. Yeah, this game's um, all over the place. I love it. It's very strange. Um, that was There's the extent of my notes. Dungeon Man. We have to. Oh, Dungeon oh, Man. You, du- I love. This guy man. turns himself into a dungeon. Yeah, a guy who loves building dungeons so much he turns himself into, into a dungeon. A dungeon. <laughs> yeah. There's some some weird. I don't know. Derek, did you have any notes or anything, or like uh, general thoughts about mechanics or story? So or I, I just I really really enjoyed like the story and the world, uh, the music. Uh, yeah, the just 
I, I sometimes would just stop playing and just listen to the music. Yeah, the music uh, has been stuck in my head for the last. The days. winters theme, or like I think it's called Snowman, is the is the track title is my mm-hmm. favorite. Uh, I really liked uh, w- when you're in Doctor Andonut's lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like very peaceful. And just like, oh, yeah. like relax for a minute. Any of yeah. the uh when after you do beat the sanctuary bosses and you're and you're getting the melody, mm-hmm. like yeah. the song that plays during that is very peaceful and nice. I really love the melody. Anytime I would get a new piece of the soundstone or a new melody or part of the melody from the soundstone, I would listen to it mm-hmm. and just be like, Yes, I can't wait to have this whole song and just mm-hmm. listen to it and have it be so good. Yeah, I and really enjoy that. All the fight music too all is super like is unique and cool. Burr, 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 burr. Uh, the and the one the when you fight Frank, it's just Johnny B. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Not um, even not even like a question. Oh no, it just stole straight up stole Johnny B. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. Uh yeah, I really enjoyed this game and I will never play it again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think I will I, either. I it's, am glad I finally experienced it. As it was a game that uh, I had wanted to play for like a really long time. And I I think I had started at least like once or twice before this uh on in emu- on your emulators and stuff and i think the farthest i ever got was threed um oh wow see i've started it once or twice before and the farthest i got was the media right oh jeez <laughs> i I, pl- I would play for one session and then i don't know why i just never would pick it back up i don't yeah. know if a game came out or something but yeah we found out that uh adam went to go buy it on the wii u i let him borrow it but apparently i already had it oh, downloaded it's still there <laughs> yeah so he just played it. that version nice. so you're welcome yeah, i try i try to get my nintendo account on there then then it's like it brings you to the home menu and like oh here's earthbound like yeah pretty sure i didn't download that I, but okay i definitely accidentally bought it before so um, <laughs> worked out in my favor yeah uh i agree with you i surprisingly really like this game it's fun it's weird it's unique it's doing a lot of strange things for sure but yeah, I agree. I don't think I'll ever play this game again. I would love to play Mother 3 someday if they ever yes, bring it. Definitely. Andrew said never play uh, Mother 1. Don't play Mother 1. <laughs> it's just it like it, I was explaining some of it to Jeff earlier. Like the plot structure and the things that you do and even like the locations and the party members and the events in Mother 1 are almost identical to Earthbound, but uh-huh. just worse in every just, way, yeah. mechanically, visually, like like there's some unique things and technically in terms of the story it is a prequel because I think the like you do fight Gygus, but he's not named Gygus. He's like Gug or something and it's like Yeah, I, it's like it's like it's it is a story sequentially, but it's not necessary. I played through Earthbound Beginnings uh last year on my Wii U virtual console. You played all mm. of it? Yeah, I beat it. Okay. It was a slog. <laughs> it, it has the same thing as earthbound uh where every party member starts at level one Uh um but there's no good grinding spots and every single and like so you know how in magic hand uh it's like you only go there as ness and it's Mm -hmm. like after you get the eighth melody uh and it's like a one-time thing in mother one uh magic hand is the central location of the game Uh. and you have to teleport back there all the time to do story things and like the only way to get out is to go through this big labyrinth where there's a shit ton of like strong enemies. So like when you have a level one party member, you can't you know yeah. do it. Yeah. So it's the same as Earthbound, but worse. <laughs> huh. Which yeah, that makes sense. Uh, usually sequels they build upon better. the first game. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I would love to play Mother Three because I like this game a lot. So I and we said what Mother Three is twelve years later, fourteen years yeah. later. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see what they were able to accomplish and do new in that amount of time right game boy right. advance is probably my favorite single gaming device of all I'll time i'll tell you i'll tell you one thing they did there's a run button 
Yo, no oh, way. Yeah. Oh my god, that would have just yeah. made the game. Ten out of better. ten. I was real excited to get the bike, only to realize it's completely useless. Oh, the bike later. Useless. <laughs> Wait, you got the bike? Because I remember going to a bike yeah. shop. And talking you can't to get guy. the bike if you have Paula. If you have more than one party member, you can't use the bike. Uh oh, that's right. Because I yeah. remember him saying, "Oh, you have two people. I can't give you this bike." So I just thought, oh, I guess this useless. is just a joke. And then it, it just takes up an, an inventory slot. So what happens? Is I just gave it to the Escargo to, yeah, Express, Express once I got Paula. Yeah, but what happens when you click on it? What does it say? Oh, you, you can't ride this. You have too many people. Can you ever ride it oh, with I just don't know. Ness? I never tried to. I, yeah, you can ride it with just Ness. And do you go really quick? It's it's kind of fast. Maybe a fraction faster. It's not fast it's, at all. Yeah. You got a cool song. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're you riding a bike. I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. A bike. It makes you go a little bit fast. You can't ride it in caves, I think. Nope. So it's, it's like it's an useless way to get around the overworld. There's a lot of useless items in Earthbound, yeah. and especially uh, one thing. Stop giving me rulers. They do literally <laughs> nothing. There's a protractor. One of the things I will say that I really don't like about Earthbound is the inventory system. Mm, yes, yeah. yeah. management. Sucks. There's several like the fact that like just having an extra party member breaks the game wide open in terms of inventory. Yes. And like, and Escargo Express is essential. Like, if you there mm -hmm. was, I think there was a period of time when I was playing through it when I didn't quite remember how to get Escargo Express or when you got it. Um, and then I remembered you have to call your mom, and then she'll say like, "Hey, Tracy's been working yeah, for yeah for this this thing, Give her so a call or whatever." Yeah. So I was like, I had like four items I needed to get rid of. Plus, even with Ness. You know, Ness has four items that have to stay in his inventory the entire game. Right. So yeah. that's like he four out of soundstone. I think there's, get rid of. there's either twelve or fourteen slots in every character's inventory. Did his did Ness's inventory get a little bit bigger as he leveled up initially? No. No, no? I must have made that up in my brain because I <laughs> thought maybe I was I don't know something. I thought yeah. it was slightly getting bigger every time. Yeah, because with Ness you need to have the soundstone, the ATM card, yes. the receiver phone, and the Franklin badge at all times. You don't need the Franklin badge. Yeah, you do. No, I put it away. It wouldn't really. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. positive, one hundred percent positive. I, yeah, I, I, never the I, I passed There's, it around. What's the other one? I picked it back up after, and I was when I started fighting electric guys again. I was thought, oh There's, yeah, I I mean, absolutely. There's no need reason this. not to have it. Yeah. So yeah, I ended up picking it back up, but there was a chunk of the game where I put it away. You don't need the Franklin badge, oh. but you need the other three. I must be. I guess you don't need the ATM card, but you need to get it every time you want to get money. Is there right. a fourth? I swear to God, there was a fourth item. Maybe I'm just thinking of the Franklin badge because, like, I never take. The I think Franklin it's three. Out of my inventory. I had the pencil eraser in my uh, <laughs> inventory for way too long. Yeah, you only need <laughs> that. Were you like, I, I might need this somewhere. Yeah, but yeah. that's what extra. Oh wait, no, yeah, that's for. the one that actually, yeah. There is one spot later on where you can, you yeah, you can use it. It's not, then, it's not required, but it creates a shortcut. Yeah, right, it's I'll, not a necessity. So I had it with me, and I was like, "Perfect, I'll yeah, make the go. shortcut." Yeah, <laughs> but then there's a lot of like one-use items that you use one time, and then you don't need ever again. So yeah, it's like, so okay, you just put them away. Chewing yeah. gum. I had the, dun yeah, the key like to the, the dungeon. What was it? The Hawkeye lens later on. Yeah, and the Hawkeye like, lens. Yep. Yeah. 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 So yeah, bunch it's, of stuff like that. It's very clunky. There's no key items tab. It just right. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right, it's you have, unnecessary. You have to have the 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 brainstone always on poo. Yep. Yeah, so he can actually use PSI. Can yeah. you even get rid of that? I don't know. If I don't you, think so. I, I wonder if you so. could store that and then he just can't, he just use, can't use his PSI. Oh, let me go. <laughs> I have to Ness. I have to leave. I have to go train with this old man to learn PSI Starstorm. And then, and then he goes off, and Ness is like, "What's this? What's this stone? <laughs> this and Pooh is like, "No." <laughs> yeah, that was so random. There's so many just random events yeah. like mm. we were traveling through the swamp as a group and then yeah this and old then, dude appeared out of nowhere no, no, said, that's in the desert and then he comes the back desert? in the swamp oh he comes back in the swamp that's when right. you're fighting is it is master belt whatever master uh, finding yeah when you're master belch is the sequel yeah, yeah. You're fighting him again 
and then he comes in and ends the fight. I yeah. was about to die on that, and then I was just like, all right, I guess I'll get one more attack off and just kind of re-strategize. And I did that one attack, and it said, Pooh appeared and used <laughs> this new attack. And I was just like, yes. Yeah. I love Pooh. Um, Pooh's pretty great. Uh, quickly, who's your favorite character out of the four? Adam. Jeff. Yes. Uh, Pooh, I think. Ness. Mine's Pooh. I love <laughs> yeah, Pooh. I, like I threw all of my stat bonus things into Pooh because he's just so well-rounded. I love well-rounded characters. Um, it's crazy none of us said Paula considering she's probably Except the strongest. You want to give Jeff the IQ capsules all the time. Yeah, that's the only one right, I gave him yeah, just so he yeah. had the higher chance of um, fixing broken items. Did you learn the secret to Jeff with the heavy bazooka? Ooh. So there's an item. So yeah. it's not an equipable weapon for Jeff, but it's yeah. an item that you can have in your inventory and you can which use- never misses. Yeah, and, and so instead of uses. instead of attacking with you Jeff, you just use bazooka. the heavy bazooka. So I got because you upgraded from a broken thing, right? Yeah, the heavy yeah. bazooka. So I did that, and I thought it was going to be a one time use thing. I didn't realize it was going to be something I could keep using. So I ended up I used it, I think, in the last fight, and then I went back into my inventory, and the heavy bazooka was still there, and I was just like, "Son of a bitch! <laughs> I could have been using this for the last three hours." Yeah, it never misses. It's bro. There's a lot of things also in that game that just break the whole game yeah like multi-bottle rockets yeah Yeah, that move that's so i one-shotted one boss by using one of that those and i was just like oh that's pretty sweet yeah (laughs) that's or jeff's pretty sweet yeah in like and like i almost it's like you were saying the other time with gavin from rooster teeth how he like uses the broken weapons immediately like i super sparingly used psi rock and omega and like starstorm i never learned like you get starstorm omega so late yeah i don't think i ever used it i think i used it once but yeah, I was using other magic with Pooh, so I had to save my PP. Yeah. Um, what, so, what did you at the beginning of the game? It asked you to name yes, your favorite I was ask food, about this. your favorite thing, <laughs> and to name your dog. Right? Those are the three yes. things. So, so, Adam, what was your what were the three things you did? Uh, I don't remember the the dog's name. Okay. Uh, I did I did pizza. I also did pizza, of course. But hang on, question: Are there actual pizza shops and a pizza delivery? Mm-hmm. In the game, yes. or yes. is that just based on the? No, no. Okay, so, that's okay. a real thing. Okay, okay. Just okay. coincidence. For us. I was, I was like, <laughs> so you think I was that like, if did they change she, the text throughout the entire game? So because did, I, <laughs> so if you just left it on default, it would have been steak delivery. They, yeah, I was so confused. <laughs> I was just, I wasn't sure. Yeah, and from from my special, I was coming off of a, a homework binge. Where I just wrote the word math. <laughs> of PSI math. PSI so yes, math. I was attacked with PSI math. That's amazing. All right, Derek. So my, mine was uh, PSI better than, games. Better than PS- I also <laughs> named mine games. Woo! I, I uh, did all defaults, so mine did was rocking. rocking. So I when I first started, I named mine PSI games, and I was just like, I didn't remember that I put that there. Yeah. So I was looking at I was like, okay, PSI games, that's weird. What does it do? And so I tried to look it up online. And it yeah, was nowhere. And I was, like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this spell? None of these things list PSI games. And eventually it clicked. I was like, oh, wait. PSI Rockin' isn't a thing yeah. anywhere. So I guess it's that one. Yeah. Oops. And then uh, my favorite food was cheese. <laughs> and my dog's name was Ollie. All right. Do you have... Is- your dog? No, actually, I uh, just, just I, like I, I, so my character names were all random too. Oh, you? Didn't oh, do really? The, you didn't? Oh, do, I didn't do this. No. Oh, I did the default for so the characters. I, I actually forgot Pooh's name by the end of the game. I like was like I can't and until you said it. I think now you couldn't remember. To, like in the, our conversation, even I though remember. the the buildings in his homeland are Pooh shaped. <laughs> yeah, even though his buildings in his homeland are Pooh shaped, I like forgot his <laughs> name. So my name, my my name character's name was Carl. 
Uh, and it was random. There's a random button. No, no. There's I, a, well, I named there, it all. I mean, you, technically, you but they just, I just came up with off, a random so like, if you, So I don't. I know Jeff. You were saying you hadn't noticed it, but the, in order to get the default option, there's a don't care button. Yeah, and that's yeah. what you hit to get the defaults. So if you hit don't care multiple times, it just scrolls through a bunch of other names. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah, really? that's so funny. Yeah, so I, I mine were Carl. Uh, oh God, what was uh, Polly? think yeah p-o p-o-l-l poly paul paula was Polly. no no Polly. Polly. what was her name this is great content <laughs> i i completely forgot but then uh jeff was named lance okay and Pooh was named ron <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> why not okay uh Polly or paula was a p i just forgot what uh what i named her oh peggy <laughs> no I, I don't remember um, was your favorite food the only time it ever brought up was when you went home and your mom made it for you? Yes. Is that the only, okay. Pretty much. And and then there's the, uh, you can, you can do some, some funnies with that one because there's, after a specific melody, you get the text, uh, Ness caught a whiff of food, but just for a second. Oh, whatever the so food like, you put. So yeah. So there's tons of images online of like, Ness caught a whiff of pussy, <laughs> but <laughs> just for a second. <laughs> Oh my god! I knew that's where that was going. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, and what was your food favorite thing in in dog name? Mine. So I did all defaults. So okay. food is steak. PSI is rockin', and the dog is king. King. Okay. Okay. Uh, I named my dog Doggo. Doggo. <laughs> my favorite food was pizza, and then yeah, games. That's really funny that we both put games. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is my favorite thing? I guess games. I, yeah. I was like, ah, I just put games. Yeah. <laughs> That's really. I funny. wish that they had. See, like, I wish that PSI Rockin' was his final smash. Yeah. Right. That would like the thing he had. Not only I'm still so bitter visually, about that. like. Do I feel like that would have been super cool. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Those trippy effects from some of the PSI. Was, mm -hmm. I really like Oh, those. yeah. All the PSI animations in general are super cool. And the cool. sounds they make. Yeah. yeah. Um, do we know... Does Lucas use uh, any of those? No. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but Kumatora uh, does. She's the Paula of that game. But she's not in Smash. <laughs> I hate it. Okay. Um, any final thoughts anyone wants to give out there? I feel like we've kind of discussed... Of most of this game and yeah, kind of I think I've got all. all I want How'd to you guys say. like Saturn Valley? Saturn yeah, Valley was so cool. weird. I <laughs> loved it. Ko uh, <laughs> instead of okay. Yeah, Ko. Does everyone have? And a, they're like they're like font. You know, yeah, that, yeah. that's like weird, the only time that font. they've done different fonts in like games like that. You yeah, know? that was weird. I loved it. Does everyone have like a favorite area? Foreside. You liked Foreside? Really? Foreside's so cool. Foreside was one of my least favorite. Really? I, was, I was intimidated. I, I with like how big it, it was. like aesthetically. Yeah. I, I think I also have a nostalgia bias because I liked the Foreside stage in Smash. Yeah. So it was always really intriguing to me. So finally going there. And then Moonside was fun. How'd you guys like Moonside? Uh, yeah. That it looked oh. really cool. I liked the neon whole. But how did you like it? playing through Moonside? <sighs> Once I figured it out. I liked it, but initially, I think I died several times there because the bosses or it's the enemies rough. get really strong really fast there. Um, oh, yeah. So I was really frustrated with it. I, that might have been when I put my note saying I don't want to go back yeah. to it. I didn't die. I don't think I died at all, but I couldn't figure out what freaking guy to talk to to teleport to the next What What's the place. thing they said? <laughs> what? When you, the, what the guy says where he's like, he kicks you to like a new location. Oh, I, I can't remember the says. phrase the guy says. Um, but yeah, and like everyone, you have to. The very first person that you talk to says, 
I don't remember. It's something along the lines of, do you want this thing? Yes or no? Oh, and yeah. Then, you have to say no is yes. Is, this is where he teaches you that everything is backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you have to answer. And then you have to find no, the invisible no guy with a gold tooth and an eyebrow. One, one eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, you can see me? Uh, favorite area. Um, I like winters. Yeah. I was going to say winters summers might is be cool up there. Too. Yeah. Uh, Summers is like the California kind of boardwalk mm-hmm. style. I thought Lost Underworld was really cool. Which one? Yeah, where you're tiny. Yeah, where you're. Oh, the dinosaurs. That was so fun. Like, I just put just so like much effort into not fighting any dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. There's so much random stuff in this game. Like how when you get to the Tenda Village, you have to go back to Onet and yeah. get the book from the oh, library. Yeah, the, book oh, yeah. Shyness. <laughs> the Book of Shyness. Yeah, those things are weird. Huh. Yeah, so, uh, and like there's there's one point right after when you get to Summers, uh, you can then kind of like branch off, and you can either you can go to Scaraba, you can go to Dalam, and then you can go like once you get Poo, right? Yeah, because when you get yeah. Poo, that's when you get Teleport Alpha or no Teleport Beta? Te- no, I don't think you no you get Teleport, was it Omega? You get teleport al- uh, Alpha. No, because you get Teleport before then. Ness the has Teleport teaches, the Alpha you in the desert. Yeah. Right. It's it's just after that. Yeah. Um, but Pooh also knows. And it. then you can go yes. do the the museum. Yeah. There's like yeah. Right when you get Pooh is kind of when the game like picks up a it, lot. It opens up a lot. I like. I just. I like that you could kind of just like choose what you want to go. Like, yeah. Okay, it's I'll, like there's I'll, I'll a sanctuary part. in Dalam that you yeah. see as Pooh, yeah. and you're like, that's the cool thing with Jeff and Pooh too, is because when you're doing their their yeah, sections, it's like you right see past. this, and you're like, oh, I gotta come back here later. I was like, uh, I accidentally went into Stonehenge the first time really? when I went down there with with Jeff. I did and, that too, and yeah. I was like, oh, I can't wait to go here. This is gonna be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. And then, like. Yeah. Um. The tendas were weird. But they're, 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 Those they're, they're things are cool. so strange. They're, yeah, they're too shy to talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> so you have to get a book on how to overcome shyness. The Runaway Five are amazing. Yeah, <sighs> dude, there's a <laughs> band that keeps getting scammed into million dollars in debt, and then Ness bails them out three times. There's a meme that I saw. It was it was the clip from the end of Thor Ragnarok where she goes, "You can't beat me." I know. But he can, and it's the and so Hella is the robot that you're fighting in in Monotoli Tower, uh, and, the then the, and then yeah, the other guy is the Runaway Five. <laughs> <laughs> they just come in and beat the That's shit great. out of That's it. That's so good. I love it. Um, and all the everything in this game, the trout flavored yogurt. Did you guys? Uh, oh, so weird. Did you guys reunite the two lover specks in the desert? Uh, lover I don't think so. So the, the if, monkeys? So no. So if you explore the desert and you go like up into it, there's... oh, I was afraid of the desert because everything killed me. So <laughs> I, just, are, I went around the so perimeter and then left. In the desert, there are two specks. There's one black speck and one white speck. And if you talk to both of them, what do you mean by a speck? Like I mean like a, a pixel, gr- like yeah, like a grain. Like okay, I mean, it's it's visible. Okay, because you can go and interact and talk with it. Um, but it's like these two guys are like you know like lost lovers or whatever, and like you, you just talk to both of them and they're like. Oh, we've been looking for each other. It's fun. Yeah, it's a cool not. thing. Yeah, there's so much in Earthbound that if you like explore and take the time and talk to everybody that you can find, and like it's that's the thing that I think is what keeps longtime fans going back, mm-hmm. uh, is because every single playthrough they find something new. Yeah, uh, some weird quirk that they didn't yeah. notice the first time. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. I in the end, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's a unique experience for sure no Absolutely. other game has ever done anything like this um so it was fun to play through and i really enjoy now there's so many things in smash specifically which is where i first learned about now smash 64 he, he was in the original one mm-hmm. and 
there's so many nods now where I understand all the music or I know where all the music's from and the stages of what's going on and Ness's move and Ness's move set. It all makes sense to me now, and I'm just like, okay, this is all really cool and. And in the melee intro, Ness and and he I think co- a couple runs in with members. teleport. Yep, and the Runaway Five are there. Are two, they? Two, yeah, the two members. The, yeah, the so, Mario and Luigi. So any Earthbound like uh, media no, or jokes shirt. or anything? Yeah, Andrew's been wearing this shirt with this red demon swirl on it, and I never knew what it was. And the, for the first time today, he's wearing the shirt, and I just go, "Oh my god, that's Gygus!" Yeah, because <laughs> I never knew before until playing this game. So now I understand and can recognize. He could not, he could not grasp his true form. Yeah. I now can recognize Earthbound references that I never was able to, so that's always really cool to kind of be a part of something oh. now that I never was a part of before. The Gaigas boss fight made me nauseous because yeah. of that, this is the weird the mu- swirling and swirling. The, and really? Yeah, when it starts getting like really intense in like his third phase yeah. or whatever, or no, well, it's what after you what you pray like the fourth time or yeah, something. How like yeah, how long did it take you to figure it out? Uh, I I used a guide. I knew okay, what I was yeah. Doing. I accidentally read it somewhere, so uh, I was like, oh, I'm just uh, yeah, yeah. So what yeah. happens if you don't pray? Do you just fight you it just, until you he die? Just, he just has infinite health. He just kills you. And yeah, you, you can damage him, but he won't die. So is there anything that tells you you need to pray, or you just have to stumble upon it if you have no idea? I'm not actually sure. <laughs> I wasn't, when I was playing through it, I wasn't sure at what point I was supposed to start praying. So I was just hitting him for a while, and I was like, let me pray now. Yeah. Let me pray to win. Pray to win. That's the funniest thing. This should that, that should be on the shirt with a picture of Paula. Honestly, pray to win. Well, let's make that a shirt if it doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah, Game Sharks shirt exclusive. Email us GameSharksPodcast at yahoo.com if, if you, you want, want that shirt. If you want shirt. us to make a shirt that we will definitely get in trouble uh, from Nintendo for making. It. Not if they don't know about it. Oh, good point. Um, cool. Yeah. So the last thing I want to do is everyone give it on a scale of one to ten. Uh, what they think about this game? We'll have Adam go first. I'm going to, because I know it would get better if I had gotten to it. Yeah. So for that reason, I'm giving it like a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Adam. I mean, Derek is our. That's Adam. Uh, Nine. You're going to go nine? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say nine. I think I'm going to go with eight. I think there's a couple definitely older mechanics that are holding it back for me and frustrating me, but what it's doing with the weirdness and the goofy story and just how funny and silly it is. I think definitely puts it up there as yeah. a very unique and fun RPG experience. Yeah. That there's a couple lines where the where some of the adults are like, "You should be playing Nintendo games." Yeah, <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, cool. Thus concludes our discussion of Earthbound. Yes, I'm very happy that we played this. Yeah, I'm very fun. happy. You I played think it was a great well. uh, first game to start. Especially, uh, I agree. I'm not sure well. if you know, but the it, whole is it time? The May Turtle I do the Sharks actually part of the naming convention from Andrew's Turtle Sharks is from Earthbound. Yeah, I think uh, I explained. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you were here. The, basically, the gang of you know, pe- the gang you fight in the beginning of the game, the sharks, the sharks. is kind of where I got yeah. that half of it from. Turtle was uh, my friend Lauren. Hi, Lauren, if you're listening. Hi, Lauren. Um, so I have here. This is the sound of the hat filled with games. May I do the honors? Andrew wants to do it this time. Adam did it last time, so I'm shuffling it up. Earthbound is my game, so so we will. Andrew's going to pick for us a new game for us to play for the video game book club. Ooh, Andrew, ooh, what do we got? What pick we got? something good. Here we go. I'm so excited. <laughs> Something good. Something good. What do we got? Super Metroid. <laughs> oh, yeah! shit. There we go. All right. That's I an easy one. We were going to get another SNES game. I mean, yeah. hey, the SNES is the only console I didn't have growing up, so I'm I'm happy to do it. I actually started playing Super Metroid a couple months ago and got halfway through it, so yeah. I'm just going to pick it up where I left off, so I'll be done with this one real quick. I, uh, uh, I'm going to go get online. Yeah, what's later. everyone's experience with Super Metroid or Metroid in general? I have only played through Metroid Prime. And Same Metroid guy. Prime Two, I so played. You've a, never played any of the 2D Metroids. I played a little bit of of 
Metroid 2. Metroid okay. 2 Samus Returns. The 3DS yes. one? Yeah, the, no, not the new one. The like, original. The original. Yeah, the Game, ha- Game Boy. Ironically, I have it on my 3DS eShop. Oh, that's funny. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so I played that a little bit. Didn't really get it. I had to use a guide to even get anywhere. Uh, but a lot of people say Super Metroid's one of the best games ever made, and it yes. is what catalysted the... Uh, the it is one genre. half of the the, the gigantic yeah, yeah. Metroidvania. Which I always have, see, I have this skepticism going into every single Metroidvania from now on because nothing will ever top Hollow Knight for me. Yeah, that's there, how there I is feel that problem. too. Hollow Knight spoils me. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, cool. Wait, uh, Derek, Metroid. Uh, so yeah, I have uh on my SNES Mini Classic mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have on like maybe a third halfway through the game, but I'm gonna start over. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll start over too because this doesn't take super yeah. long to be. It's pretty right. quick. I'm just gonna do it on that. It's on Switch Online, right? Yes. Yeah, so I'm gonna do it on that. So I'll just start Sweet. over on that. Sweet, Adam. What's your experience with Metroid? Wait, uh, hold on, Derek. Have you played any other Metroid games before? Oh yeah, I played uh, Metroid Fusion, um, all the Metroid Prime games, uh, Samus, Metroid Two. I've played the 3DS a, one or the original. The original, okay. uh, and I've played a decent amount of the original. Metroid on NES, yeah, the Nintendo, yeah. but uh, never, like, beat it. Okay. So, But you've so. never touched Super Metroid, which is... No, I've played Super Metroid, not completely, but, but you played some I've of it. played it a, a few times. Okay. Adam? <laughs> I've played the entirety of the Metroid Prime trilogy. I just didn't beat two, and I did play Metroid Other M, which is kind of very boring Ooh. in the long run. Yeah. Actually, I think I, when I was a kid, I borrowed Metroid Other M from you and you started did. it. It was there. Eh. It was okay. I don't remember anything about that game. I don't know anything about that it game. Was, it was a little too. It was disappointing. It was a little too linear. A lot of people were also mad at the characterization of Samus. A bit, you know, it was kind of. Yeah, aren't people mad they made her kind of whiny? And yeah, yeah, like PTSD, you know, stricken. Yeah, like there's a. I guess there's a moment in the game where she like sees Ridley and literally freezes because yeah, of like fear, the trauma. Because the whole point is that like. There's this, like, you're on this, Because Ridley like, killed her parents, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. like the whole subplot of that game is you're on this, like, abandoned research vessel, and you're being attacked by this, like... It starts off this little fuzzy creature that's just there, and then it grows into this, like, really terrifying, like... Oh, yeah, baby Ridley. Hybrid, and you just learn later, it's just been... They clone Ridley, and it's been growing from its infant stage the entire game. Oh, weird. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, eventually, the, com- the combat was kind of fun, because it was, like... Eh, it was kind of... Like you could just blast and you could jump out of the way, so it was hard to get hit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the map wasn't that big in the long run of the game, so most of the game was just backtracking. So it, it kind of lacked that whole Metroid feel of I am on this planet just exploring around like Prime did. Yeah. But all I in all, love I love Prime. Metroidvanias, so I am cool. very excited. To never, play. never played a two D Metroid. No, I haven't played a two D Metroid yet, so okay. I'm excited. Sweet, yeah. Um, like I said, I've only recently started playing some of this game, so I'll probably start over like you did, Derek. Uh, play from the beginning. I've played Zero Mission, which I really love. Zero Mission. I think I played Fusion for ten minutes one time. Ten minutes. I played Metroid Prime one and three. Not two. Guess, no. Not two. No. Uh, two was good. Yeah. Um. Not all right. as good as one. But how long good. to beat? Says seven and a half hours for the main story, eight and a half for main and extras. Oh, that's so not bad. It won't. I, I yeah. can get that done in a week. Yeah, we'll get this one done relatively quickly. I'm assuming. So maybe in a couple episodes we'll come back and we'll do this. Um, so yeah, anyone out there listening, if you want to play Super Metroid, I know my brother's currently playing through Super Metroid for the first time. Oh, that works. Nice. So yeah, we can. Uh, I'll have him send us an special email guest thoughts. Maybe he can come on and talk <laughs> about it. Who knows? Um, so yeah, if anyone out there has any suggestions for games they want us to put in the pool for a potential video game um, 
book club try to keep it under 25 hours yeah uh make sure look it up on howlongtobeat.com make sure it's no more than 30 hours and uh if it passes the test of only one out of four of us have ever played it then we'll throw it into the hat play it um eventually eventually cool so let's take a break and then we will be back and andrew's gonna lead us through some earthbound (laughs) trivia that'll be fun can jeff have an undefeated record we'll find out he is named after one of the characters All right, we are back, and for the first time and possibly last, I am in control of the trivia this time. We'll so see how it goes. Jeff is a participant. I sure am. I have my, my whiteboard downloaded, and I'm ready to get a perfect score. I like this system where if one of us has played the game, that person should run trivia. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah, when, we, cool. uh, so when we play a game that Derek has played... Derek can make I trivia. trivia. And I'll still lose somehow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, you've won the last two. So Don't jinx me. Adam's definitely not going to win this because he didn't yeah, finish the Sorry, game. Adam. <laughs> so you might win three. A little bit yeah. of unfair uh, I'm advantage the, I'm to the, the other I'm two. I'm the underdog here. I can still get it. It's your own fault. This so. would be amazing if you and I <laughs> yeah, won. Uh, yeah, I have, a good, I have a good variety of questions. Some that I think you'll definitely get. Some I think you probably won't get, but we'll see how it goes. How since many it, are there? Since Earthbound is my favorite game of all time, uh, I have ten questions. Oh, boy. I couldn't settle to, for just five. I got some spicy ones. Uh, so, you guys ready to get started? Yes, wow. sir. I All right. Add more questions. <laughs> All right. Question one What is the name of the country in which Earthbound takes place? Do they ever say that? Yes. In the, in the opening to the game, actually. Oh, the country. I was about to write Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I believe it's actually bound. <laughs> Wait, can you... The game's not called Mars Bound, Jeff. Can you tell me if it's a real-world country? It or... is not a real country. Fuck. Just letting you know, I considered this one an easy one. Oh, no. Dude, we are fucked. <laughs> I'm in trouble. All right, I got one. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> Chuckles. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> you guys you guys good? You got something Derek written down? Uh, sure. I have something yeah, written down. I, I got ready. Okay. All right, we'll start with we'll start with Jeff. I wrote PSI Donut. <laughs> All right, Adam, what you got? My official answer is Adam didn't pay attention. Uh, okay. Uh, I put Gala. None of those are right. It is Eagle Land. Eagle Land. Oh, see, I, I knew, knew that it. somewhere in the back of I my head. It. Yeah, yeah. They'd say it in the opening uh, credit to the game, and it, I believe it's mentioned point. in Mario Smash Mario Bros. Yeah. Melee. Too. Okay. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that game. <laughs> All right. So one question down, zero points for everybody. Question number two. What year did Mother 2 release in Japan? You guys good? Yeah. Guys yeah. Everyone? All right. Adam, start us off. 1994. Jeff? 1994? Derek? 1991. It's 1994. Yeah. Uh, and... Extra fun fact, it released on August 27th, 1994, which I, is the very day that my parents got married. I knew that. <laughs> it was destiny. Oh. It was. It was would would you say your parents were earthbound to each other <laughs> that day? <laughs> Please never make that joke again. <laughs> Please never make any joke again. <laughs> Next. <laughs> All right. Jeff and Adam tied at one point. Question three. Whose only equipable weapon, the Sword of Kings, has an infamous 1 in 128 chance to drop from one enemy? What is the name of that enemy? Adam, I'm sorry, but it, you did this to yourself. 
I know. <laughs> I blame homework. Oh fuck. Uh do you know it? I think I know it. I know one of the words. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff said it to me the other day and I was like, yeah, maybe he'll get it. He I knows. definitively know one of the words. <laughs> okay, we're ready. Yeah, you ready? All right, Derek. Uh, I'm going to go with Starman DX. Adam? Some kind of Kraken because I know there's some of those in there. All somewhere. right, Jeff? Ultra Starman? No, it is Starman Super. Damn oh, it. damn it. I was uh, I was on the right track. Yeah, you were getting there. Um, All right, so Adam and Derek. Adam and, uh, sorry, Derek. Adam and Jeff still have so one point. One. Uh, number four. What is the name of the store in Tucson in which you can obtain the bicycle? <laughs> You're asking all the details I didn't pay attention to. That's, that's how I get you, These bro. are very specific. There's not a lot of, like, questions I could have gone with that aren't just, like, broad knowledge. Uh, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have. I guess. I got something. All right. Adam? Uh, some kind of cycle shop. Uh, Derek? I put bike shop. Jeff? <laughs> I put bike store. <laughs> no, it is none of those. Uh, it's called Punksure, which is P-U-N-K-S-U-R-E. Puncture? Yes. Yeah. What does that have okay. to do with bikes? That's the you, name you, of the you shop. Puncture your wheel. I guess. I don't know, man. I didn't make the game. No, but you made you this made trivia. trivia. <laughs> You're right. Well, I'm just saying for a guy who didn't finish the game, I'm still tied for first place. Shut up, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I could technically win this. Technically, yeah. All right. Question number five. If you choose to fund Orange Kid, what item does he give you? And bonus point if you can tell me what it does. You choose to fund Orange Kid. Can you tell me is Orange yeah. Kid on the top or the bottom building? He's the orange one. He's the orange kid. You're only required to fund Apple Kid throughout the entire game. Okay, Apple Kid's the nice one. Orange one is Orange Kid's not the nice orange one. Orange Kid's the dumb rich one. The mean one. What is it Orange Kid give you if you fund him? Something um, you could have totally done by playing. I did do it. Did you? I did. Did you find him? Absolutely. Oh. I don't remember what he gave me. <laughs> um, I didn't even talk to him. Can yeah, I get a I half point? <laughs> you didn't talk to Orange Kid? Can no. I get a half point if I'm in the general ballpark? I guess. Uh, I mean, uh, write down an answer and we'll see. He gives like I said, bonus point if you can tell me what it does. This is a mistake letting Andrew, <laughs> Andrew run this. I agree. I feel like that's a pretty good question, it's though. It's first time. Yeah, it's part of the game. All right. I wrote something. Okay. I, I wrote an orange. And you eat it, and it gives you health. Uh, good try, Derek. Adam? <laughs> I wrote down, trick question, he gives you nothing. That's no. No. Jeff? I wrote one-use weapon, but it definitely... It, some, you it, are technically... That, it, it, it is one-time use. It, it gives the enemy a status ailment, doesn't it? No. Of some kind? That's not true. Uh, okay, so the item is called the Suporma, which is short for the Super Orange Machine. It plays a song called Ode to Orange Kid, and then breaks... <laughs> Orange Kid then spends the rest of the game trying to figure out how to unboil an egg. Yep. I, <laughs> I remember that. Good old Orange Kid. Okay. How many questions have we done? Five. Five of ten. All right. Piece. Okay. Uh, question six. Throughout the game, you can take a total of 32 photos with the photo man Fuck that at various locations. How many of them are unavoidable? Okay. So you're saying how many do you have to take? Yes. Okay. That's a good question. I like that one. Do we have to get it exactly? Um. Yes, because it's not. Um, yeah, maybe it would have been a it's good not a tiebreaker. <laughs> that would have been a good tiebreaker. I had a better tiebreaker, at least I oh. think. I don't know. It's my first time doing trivia, and like I said, probably last. So we'll, I'm going balls to the wall with it. <laughs> okay, let's go, Adam. I'm gonna guess 25. I Derek. said 16. I don't know about you, but I wrote down 22. <laughs> <laughs> it's three. 
There's what? only three there's required? required. You can avoid 29 photos. What? Wow. How would you ever expect us to guess that? That's not common knowledge, you, Andrew. You got a one in 32 chance. <laughs> That's not how this works. I don't know. How did you expect me and Derek to guess that fucking Michael Jackson made the soundtrack for Mario for Sonic 3, except that we knew it? <laughs> exactly. Because that's something you can know. You can't know this. Sure you can. You played the game. And I, but it's such a, it's a game with so many hidden details. All right. Give us the next question, people. you clown. Number seven. What is the item that allows Pooh to use PSI? Oh, we fucking said the name of it. I know. Rewind. So that's why I knew <laughs> that at least one of you would get it. Am I the only one that remembers? I think I remember. I think I have the name. I might butcher this. Okay. All right. I'll start with Jeff. Mindstone? Adam? Bra- I just said Brainstone. Brainstone. It is Brainstone. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> Wait, does that mean I'm winning? <laughs> Adam is currently in the lead with two points. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. All right. Question number eight. Which mole is really the third strongest mole? The northeast, east, north, west, or southwest? Northeast, east. You have northeast, east, north, west, or southwest. Total guess. Yep. Also total guess. Adam didn't even get to the goddamn moles. I knew about the moles. I'm good. You're all good? Yeah. Adam, we'll start with you. Southwest. I also said southwest. I said west. Trick question. Is it all of them? All the moles are identical. See, I was going to say that, but I I didn't think you'd give us a trick question. I didn't think either. Damn it. I was was going to say all of them, but I'm like, no, that wasn't an option. You can't have trick questions with options, Andrew. That's not how that works. You're never allowed to do trivia again. <laughs> that's that's where the trick comes in. No, that's not a trick question. The trick question, the the trick <laughs> is the answer is not available. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't take a test and well, then be like, is it A, B, C, or D? Okay, and then well, the teacher gives it back to you and says, you got the question wrong because I didn't write down what the real answer was. You idiot. All right. Well, how am I supposed to give? How are you guys supposed to tell me which mole is fucking which? What? Just don't have that be a question. <laughs> that was terrible. How am I supposed to not have a question about the moles? Oh my fucking god. Well that you're gonna amazing. well then you're gonna love this one. Moonside question. Does Ness never not learn PSI Flash? You are literally never allowed to do trivia. <laughs> Ness never not learn PK Flash. Wait, I'm just trying to get the grammar right. <laughs> okay, I got my answer. This is a 50-50, but and I got some, it. And it's a moonside question, so keep that in mind. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, didn't you should have said that again. Okay, oh, yeah, I yeah, have yeah. my answer. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. It's no. Yeah, <laughs> because it's a double negative, so that means he does learn PK Flash, but because we're in moonside. But then he said, is it? See? It's never, he, does, he never not learns PK Flash, which means he does learn PK Flash. So the answer is no, because it's yes, because we're in moonside. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I told you, balls to the wall. I hate you so much. Uh, All right. <laughs> so Jeff and Adam are tied at two points. We can do it. Number tied up. Number ten. Throughout the game, you receive quite a few items invented by Applicant, but not from him directly. Who actually delivers the items to you? I actually know this one. I think I, I think I got this one. Everyone good? Yeah. yeah. All right, Derek. The pizza guy. Pizza guy. The pizza delivery guy. No, it is an unnamed mouse. What? what? Yeah, a mouse. Oh my god, yeah. It's a mouse. What? Yeah, just a random mouse that works for Apple Kid. No, I thought the pizza guy sent one thing. What does the pizza guy bring you? The Other pizza- things. Yeah, but the pizza who guy gives- brings you uh, something else. What? Yeah. Yeah, the mouse brings you specifically brings things you invited, invented by oh, Apple Kid. He, he brings you the eraser, eraser, 
because right, you get the eraser eraser yeah. from him in in uh, Doctor Andonet's lab. Yeah, because then the mouse is like that apple kid went off with Doctor Andonet. Yeah. So here's this. That was question nine. That was question ten. That was question ten. So Jeff and Adam we tied. are tied I, at two points. I spent so much of my brain power memorizing the word Zexanite because <laughs> I figured that's the metal that the professor has you go get to make the time machine work. I was like, he's 100% going to have a question about fucking Zexanite. I don't know what the hell Zexanite is. Oh, my is. God. He <laughs> I put so much power into remembering that I think that it word. says something about Andrew's trivia game. That somehow I'm tied for first when I didn't finish this. Yeah, definitely a problem. <laughs> I Listen, you. I don't know. I just my brain works differently. I thought about having a question that was like, "What PSI move does Ness learn in Smash that he learns in the game?" Or like, "What's the only one that he actually knows in Smash?" PS flat, PSI. Yeah, flash. but I figured that was way too easy. Would they have known that? I would have figured that out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's ten questions. Give us a couple freebies. <laughs> I thought I did. You gave us no freebies. <laughs> I thought Eagle Land was a freebie. I thought Brainstone was a freebie. No. <laughs> Bonus question to decide it all. The tiebreaker question. Let's go. How much does it cost to buy the house in Breakpoint Onet? You can buy a house? Yeah, yep. you can buy the house. Can you actually buy the house or can, is it unattainable? Yes. No, no, you, you can, can buy this house. This is the house on the hill with the ladder that goes underground? No, that's Liar Exaggerate's house. So it's, it's like it's like an area to the west of Onet that's yeah. part of Onet. It's like overlooks the sea. What's the purpose in the game of buying this house? There's you literally no purpose. no purpose. You just own a house. Yeah. So is this like whose closest wins or... Yeah, this is whoever's closest. I have no idea on the scale of this late game, so I was gonna go you can do get, it. I mean, you can get it at any point. Yeah, I was gonna go do it at the end of the game, and then I was like, ah, I don't feel like walking, so I just <laughs> talked to the mom and ended the game. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who do you talk to to buy the house? The owner. Yeah, the guy. There's just a guy there. who's there. Okay. Um, I have a number written down. All right. I have a number. I'm Everyone so got numbers. Mad when yeah. I lose this. All right, Derek. Since you lose by default, I said two hundred and forty thousand. Do you I, know? I lowballed this. I said seventy-five thousand, just by scale. Seventy-five thousand. Yeah. Okay. I said six hundred ninety-six thousand nine hundred sixty-nine. It is seventy-five hundred. So I win. No. no. Seventy-five hundred. Wait, you said seven six? seven thousand five hundred dollars. Oh, I'm not even oh. fucking close. That's Adam. it. Adam yeah. wins. So Adam ah! wins. <laughs> <laughs> the man who played the littlest of the game won trivia. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Dumb trivia. Rigged. Look, I think Jeff is just mad because he lost. I think your trivia is bad. Jeff doesn't have his 100% win rate. 0% win yes, rate, in 0 fact. 0% win rate, yeah. Your trivia was bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. I had some good ones. I agree, though. Andrew's banned. If anyone ever has any good trivia questions ever, they uh, want to send us. I mean, there's no other you, games that only I have played. You can email right? GameSharksPodcast at trivia. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> GameSharksPodcast at Yahoo.com. Send us some good trivia questions about anything you liked. Five. Pick a topic. Send us five questions about that topic. Uh, and I'll read them because I'm sometimes too lazy to make it myself. And that would be fun. Uh, if you have any general questions you want us to talk about on the podcast, again, GameSharksPodcast at Yahoo.com. What are you guys smiling at? Why are you smiling at <laughs> just me? Just the pure ridiculousness of what just happened. Uh, yep. <laughs> so dumb. All right. Well, I guess that wraps this up here. We're done here. <laughs> Say fuzzy pickles. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. I love how salty you're right now.